Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example, and this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think that's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high? Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with... Expert drinkers, this is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Tis the season for El Sali. Everybody together now. I love El Sali. Thank you. It's a good beer. It's a good winter beer, which is amazing. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it is a good winter beer. It kind of is, yeah. I wasn't really a Oddly joke. enough. Winter, I guess winter beers don't have to be a, a style, right? Right. Um, no, it could be about when they come in, when, when you get to drink them. We're going to be talking about some seasonal beers tonight, uh, but we've also got our old friend Sully in the studio with hey, us. Hey, I'm Sully. back. Yeah, it's good to see Still you. Still alive. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you could find your way back here with the Alzheimer's and all. <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> Who are you? Ah, uh, I missed you, Sully. I missed you too. Last time I saw you, Justin, yeah, uh, was in Berlin at the Stone opening. That's right. Yeah. We weren't even in this country. Is how little no, we. Hang. That's how we hang out. Just like uh, see you in a foreign country. Yeah. And that happens. We so. just ran into each other in a cab. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Stone Grand opening. That was a good time, and I got to meet and hang out with your dad. Yeah, my dad was there, Don. Uh, he's one of the coolest guys. He's a, he's like, a, JP, you would love this guy. Really? First of all, he is a snappy dresser. <laughs> And oh, you gotta love snappy dressers. That's what you man. say about old people that dress well. <laughs> snappy. No, JP would actually love this man's style. And then he's yeah. just cool as hell. I uh, saw a couple photos. Cool. Uh, of him uh, because I'm friendly with Sean on the social medias. Yeah, um, and he just yeah he just looks like a dude who kind of knows what's up. He keeps himself together. I mean, he's 80 years old. He does whole, not look 80. No, he's not, he, he. I mean, he's he's in great shape. I mean, the whole thing is that we had this big you know birthday party for him in Los Angeles, and then he and I jumped on a plane and went to. Uh, 
uh, London, hung out there for a couple of days, and then we flew down to Berlin, and then we, that's where we met up with you. So that's yeah, crazy. I mean, uh, I love my dad. Time. So ah, I love him now too. I've, yeah. I want to he's adopt him as my dad. I think he's actually healthier now than he was like. 15 years ago is that right Yeah. well my mom passed away a couple years i don't want to bring the you know the show down but uh <laughs> yeah but he's got a girlfriend now like a younger and, one yeah younger See, one. it'll do it to you every like time. 30 40 what is it? To find yeah. keeps you young man yeah. she's uh, i think she's probably 20 years younger than he is wow so he's yeah. getting boners again <laughs> you know right. actually, I, I i'm concerned about that because i want to make sure that you know of course i have those boners when i get older i want to make <laughs> yeah. sure that the dna yeah. is there so you're like dad yeah dad i'm not asking to be <laughs> Creepy. This is market but research. But it still works, Dad. I'm 80. <laughs> it will still work. Your dad is test driving your genes for you. That's amazing. <laughs> if I drop this glass on the ground and you say stop, does that mean it's it's like a weird way to answer the question? That's all I need to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, no, he was great. We had a great time over there. That's actually the first time that he and I have traveled together, oh. uh, like alone like that, without anybody else really. And we just had a blast. See, I could see that as being difficult for you because you travel so much and alone. I, yeah. I could see you as being a very particular type of no my you know. dad has, we have Come a on, laissez, dad, keep up yeah exactly yeah. we have a laissez-faire attitude about driving or about uh, traveling which is yeah let's just you know hey you want to do that let's go do that okay so, that was great and then we, you know the berlin uh, stone opening was i mean that place is amazing I it, mean, it was a lot of fun and yeah. it is a cool place i i wish them luck i think they're going to sell a lot of beer in europe yeah, they will know? yeah a lot of fresh uh, craft beer it was a cool thing well, we're back in the U.S. We got Sully on the show today. Uh, we're going to be talking to him about uh, the Twenty First Amendment, as always. This the ongoing behemoth that is uh, that the. 20- I, I didn't tell you this, but I actually left the company. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I've started my own uh, been, coffee company. <laughs> to drive over. No, I've been cleaning the, the floors out here at the Hop Grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Sully's been doing our bathrooms for a couple weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a friend. You got to got to take care of him. Yeah. We need more towels. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we just we just throw our. I've got more mints back there now, too. Thank you, Sully. Don't let it happen again. Um, so we're going to be talking about uh, the 21st Amendment Brewery. We've got um, a lineup of seasonal slash holiday beers. I don't know what to call them, Tasty. But, uh, you know, some of them fall under the like the you know the Christmas beer category. Some of them are just sort of winter seasonals. But I thought it'd be fun uh, for us to sit down and just taste a couple of those and uh, get us in the holiday spirit. Yeah, let's do it. So we're going to do that uh, toward the end of the program. Uh, in the meantime, let me just let you know about a couple of things. First, I want to thank our sponsor, More Beer, who brings you this session and every session that we do, even when it's on a Friday, like it is this this time. First yeah, time ever. They don't care. Talk about laissez-faire attitude. They'll let us do whatever they want. They you know what's care. great about more beer is that the 21st Amendment is right around the corner from them on Marina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their, their new place down in yeah. San Leandro. So anytime there's, like, you know, something that needs that we need, like, <laughs> you know, we can go there. Right and yeah. I got walk in and go, like, can I get a 180 pounds of Citra, please? And they're like, no, we can't do that, Sean. One ounce at a time. No. Yeah. But it's been, it's totally coming handy i bet literally like you know like oh let's go get that or we're doing test batches or something like that we'll you know get some yeast or even just small parts and things mm-hmm. like that so, what do you what do you what do you do test batches on well beer we make beer just no. <laughs> what system do you guys did you have a more well, beer like a little homebrew well i have a home i have a more beer home uh homebrew system at my house you do i have the igloo coolers and all that yeah um and then uh so i'll get stuff for that but you know we may like try different yeast strains in a small little batch maybe run some word off put it in a in a carboy and then put okay. yeast in there and just see how it goes and all that so Got or it. forced fermentations I can keep going if you want. No, wait, <laughs> okay. wait there. 
<laughs> so thanks to more beer. Great guys who have been taking care of us. Uh, great guys and girls, as a matter of fact, have been taking care of us for years. And uh, we love them over there. Um, okay, here's some important stuff happening. Sully, I mean, uh, and Tasty, it's time for our annual American Homebrewers Association membership drive. Oh, great, yes. That's right. We're doing an AHA membership drive. We did this last year. As you know, we <laughs> always tell you that you should become a member of the American Homebrewers Association anyway, uh, because they do good work for you homebrewers. And uh, they're the best organization to uh, be a part of. You get Zymergy Magazine. You get all sorts of member benefits, like discounts at uh, pubs and homebrew shops and bars and breweries. You name it. Um, well, during our membership drive, you also get two free books. Uh, just use coupon code BNARMY. You can click the Join the AHA link on the Brewing Network homepage. Join the AHA link right there on the Brewing Network homepage. Click that. Uh, use coupon code BNARMY when you sign up, and you get fr- uh, two free books. One of them is Designing Great Beers. The other one, I think, is like Brewing with Wood or something. Dick Cantwell is one of the authors of it, huh. I think. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he has a whole book on uh, wood right now. So I think it's that one. It's yeah. That book. Yeah. I should know the name of it. I didn't put it in front of me, but it's that book. Yeah. And then uh, Designing Great Beers, uh, the classic that everybody should own from Ray Daniels. You should get those two books for free with your membership. And then, um, I'm not going to mince words here, we also get a little cut of the action. So you're helping the Brewing Network uh, while you help yourself become a member. Uh, Use coupon code BNARMY at checkout and click the Join the AHA link. We're doing this up until uh, Christmas Eve, December 24th. Oh, it's a short time. Yeah, it's a short time, so we're doing it from... uh, Right now, until uh, December twenty fourth, you could you could give it as a gift, for example, to the yeah, man. to the home brewer in your life, um, or even not the home. I don't care. I really I really don't give a shit who you give it to. Here, look, everyone needs fuel for the hearth. You know what I mean? Like we all need to light something on fire at this time of year. So it could be a book. Wait, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, I can I can sweeten the deal. I'm going to give you a free sticker to the first fifty people that oh. send me an e- hey. email with their receipt. Okay. That they use the offer code. All right. The email is tasty at thebrewingnetwork.com, <laughs> wow. and you'll get a free tasty sticker, the first 50. First 50. Okay. And I will sweeten that deal. I will fart <laughs> okay. in a jar yes. and okay. send it to the first four people. So if you, you know. Will you, though? Because you know they're going to call you on that. I will, but we you have, have to pay for the shipping of the jar. Creepy. That's okay. the thing. So you got to give me and PayPal me seven bucks to send you the jar. <laughs> but I will do it. Okay. So first four people that email yeah. JP with their receipt. Right. And PayPal him $7. I will fart in a jar for you. I love the fact okay. the, show, the show has not changed at all. The show is as it was in your garage back in wherever it was. 11 years, Sully. We're the same idiots we always were. Yeah, we went through a period where we smartened up a little bit, and uh, I found myself to be quite miserable. <laughs> we're boring each other. Yeah. Why, that's correct there, Tasty. <laughs> yeah. Well spoken. How very insightful of you. Tell me more, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, so don't forget about our AHA member drive from now till the temp- December 24th. Right. Also, uh, the Brewing Network, that's us, uh, is doing a 12 Days of Christmas sale in our, our store, our online store. So we're going to put a different item on sale every day for 12 days. It starts on Monday. Just wow. hit the uh, store button on our homepage. Deep discounts, ladies and gentlemen. My, my girlfriend is wow. looking. I need something for Christmas for her. There are some, we have some ladies' shirts, some like tank tops and uh, baby tees. 
don't know what they're called. Uh, shit Baby like that. tees? Yeah. Okay. She's, not, she's not that young. <laughs> like, well, uh, one, I don't know. You know, you know Sully every now and then. Yeah, he always dips pretty low. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> Sully's like a, he's more like a Richter scale, I feel like, in his day. Like, he goes low, and then he goes a little higher, you know. Yeah. I'm not talking about like a 7.5 or anything here. <laughs> yeah, settle down over there. <laughs> settle down. Hopefully she's not listening, but there may be a baby tee in the future. <laughs> uh, or a beanie, I don't know. Who, yeah, whatever, a scarf, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. On sale. Order now and get it by Christmas. Or a B in onesie. You never know. Yeah, there are what we do have onesies, right? In there, but not for adults. Mm, uh, so go to the store. You can support us that way. You can also do your Amazon holiday shopping. I know a lot of you use Amazon, uh, like I do. In fact, I haven't been to a store in uh, I think seven years. Still have uh, that issue. You oh, just don't I, like talking to people. I hate and... it. I hate it. <laughs> I was telling Taryn, I was like, I'm. I I think everything I got you for Christmas and my immediate family has all come from online. Of course. I do well, not go to the store anymore. Shop locally. Stuff, I, wonder, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know where, where to go though? get it. Yeah. But it's all yeah. on Amazon. And it's so easy. And, and they wrap it for you. They want, yeah. And uh, it's just, it doesn't make no. sense to do anything. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You know, yeah. And because I just, I sometimes I think about having to talk to people. It's becoming like a therapy session. It doesn't make sense to Justin, do anything. To do anything. <laughs> Justin Crossley. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, like, it's just, it's nonsensical. I have to talk it's, to a person. Uh, uh, and that's the worst them. part. And sometimes I'll think about that and I'll think about the, the I'm like, well, I, I could go to the store. It's, it's faster. And then I start to think about the amount of people I have to talk to throughout the process. <laughs> and I discovered that I will do virtually. I'll do almost anything not to talk to people outside of the radio situation. Almost anything. Even like, on the radio situation. Like, it's true. It, it, yeah, yeah. I will call you, and you won't answer the phone, and then two minutes later, hey, I saw you called. <laughs> Text message. Yeah. All right, here we go. Talking is so 2015. Yeah, when you saw me at the bar when you walked in today, you saw you rolled your eyes. i got to freaking talk, talk to Sully now. <laughs> and I, I, I gotta got go, I'll get to go drop my jacket. I'll be right back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, JP and I have talked about this. We've, like, reversed roles. The older I get, the more awkward I get. And yeah. JP's finally getting better. Right. Uh, JP's becoming the Such socialized. Like right. JP's getting better. <laughs> it's, uh, hey, I'll talk. I'll talk all day. What do you want? Like, if we're in a group of people and uh, someone has to call to order the pizza, I will, like, pay for the pizza before making the, uh, anything to not make the call. Oh, yeah. If everyone's sure. like, I'm not calling, I'll be, I will pay for the fucking pizza if you call. I well, you talk for a living, and I can see how you want to disengage. Like, you know, yeah. I don't want to do that right now. So. Yeah, but he doesn't Thank order pizza selling. for a living. Here, Thank Kate, so. do this. <laughs> well, Actually, practical. there's apps on your phone, you don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah, and you can order like, Domino's true. by tweeting them. <clears throat> yeah. The apps still aren't there yet because, oh, I didn't know you could tweet them. Yeah, you tweet them a slice of pizza. What? Yeah, it's like the emoji. The, the, so you have to. How do you, they know what to send you? You you go, you go online and you register your Twitter account. Yeah, I think like or something for like that. your preferences. Yeah, and then it's like this is your pizza, and they will just send you your favorite pizza. The so guy you will just, show up with a slice of that's pizza. Kind of, <laughs> <Here you go. laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing. Actually, it is cool. But except you can order that Domino's is the worst food on. The no, planet. it's really good now. No, Try it. Until there's a sponsor. Oh, really? There's After <laughs> all eleven people who have said that to me, yeah. I tried it every every time. Oh, I like them. So that's eleven times. No, no. In fact, I don't even think it's all that different than it used to be. Huh. Maybe uh, it's the, the herbs and spices on the crust. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, sorry, Domino's. If you want to I pay can't us, say anything I'll... bad about them because they may carry my beer one day, so I'll just be quiet. Ah. Do they serve beer? I don't know. I just made that up. It just, right. You're just smarter than me, and you'd never say never. <laughs> don't offend. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I tweeted today about uh, some political posts, and I never like do political stuff. And I'm like such a, like, a loser. I just like uh, I just deleted it immediately because I felt like it would offend somebody. Oh, man. Because I think about that shit. 
Right. Yeah. Oh. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I don't think about that. So Does anybody I, I even know I who should. I am on the show uh, anymore? I, I don't mean, think do you, so. You could be yeah, Donald I, Trump I, I, for all I, I, our I, listeners know. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> huge. Um, very sad. Very sad. All right. Don't forget, you can click the Amazon link and do your shopping. And, um, you know... Holidays are, are, are big time for Our us bitch. on the Amazon oh, yeah. link. So the they more really of you that do it, the, the better off uh, we do here at the BN. So give us a hand and click the Amazon link. doesn't cost you anything extra. You can subscribe and join the uh, BN Army. You become uh, a member of the BN Army and are entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway, uh, which is a chance to win 100 bucks every single month. The hey. more you uh, donate, the more chances you have to win. Um, get other updates and things and uh, apparently offensive material over on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, yeah, so we posted our uh, Bevo <coughs> with the squirting bottle video in here, like a bottle exploded. That she, it was a gusher. It, oh, okay. it was nothing. Oh, I saw that. It was a gusher video. It was unexpected. But whatever, whatever comment our uh, social media director put on there was like, uh, oh, she should know better, and there's a special rag for that. Yeah. And then people got offended that it was sexist. And um, I, I was thinking it was, I could see it as being offensive, that's for sure. It's not yeah. really sexist, because if JP was doing it, I would have written the same comment. It right. wasn't my comment, but I, I literally would have written the exact same comment, like, oh, JP should know better, and there's a rag for that. Right. Um, so, anyway, we, like, edited the comment, though, because we're old now, Sully, and we care about people's feelings, apparently. Well, yeah, three people didn't like it, and so now we have to change it. Well, three ever- turns, it, it goes like a fucking virus, though. So yeah. The three yeah, you're right. Turns into and then my lawyers get hold of it and have to pull the sponsorship. I know. And that's what I was really worried about. I was like, next thing you know, Sully's going to call me. <laughs> hey, listen, guys. I really love you guys. You know that. You know this. <laughs> yeah. But so, Nico. But Nico's Nico. really upset about. Yeah, we talked to the lawyer. Yeah, I just, I have, it's out of my hands. Out of my hands. <laughs> he has daughters, and it's just a thing now. So. Uh, by the way, the, our social media director is female. I don't know if that matters to anybody yeah. who complained. Well, you're going to pass on that, probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> a great video. Though uh, it was so pretty funny. If, you, if you haven't seen it, check. It's yeah. on our Facebook page. You can see Bevo opening a gusher. Uh, it was funny. It, I don't gift. even think it was qualifies as a gusher. It was so much more than that. Yeah. It was a hose. I read it was a fire hose. It. Yeah. I read that post. I saw it. I giggled. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. But that, the thing but about okay. when when people are offended by what we do to you, they're always offended for you and offended that you're not offended. <laughs> they, they are. Like they, they, I'm actually surprised that Bevo Poor doesn't thing, get hate mail because they're usually like, I can't believe that Bevo takes that. And then Bevo will be on the show like, what do you mean that funny thing that they I'm did? Like, like that right. was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like that was my exact reaction. Like, yeah. eh, funny. well, I mean, there's a difference between sex and sexism. <clears throat> yeah, and 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 a lot right. of people who like to get easily offended don't understand that there's a difference. We definitely were sexualizing yeah. the act of the bottle exploding, right? But like I said, but, I don't really care whose face it was showering. Uh, <laughs> the joke was the same. It's, it was it was almost flattering. <laughs> she was like, "He's been around guys a long enough time to know this happens." <laughs> I was like, I still got it. Wow. <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome right there. Yeah. We have really done a number on her, haven't we? Okay, maybe they're right. We gaslit the shit out of her. All right, I take it all back. We're just, total dicks. I didn't understand how it was sexist, but, um, you know, whatever. I'm not a female in the beer entry, so what do I know? Man. Whatever. If only somebody could ship us a dick. Oh. You know such what? A thing? 
There's a, there's a website for that. <laughs> there is a website. You can go to shipadick.com. This is, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is alert, alert, not a joke. This is not a joke. <laughs> yeah, this is real. And, yes, we are doing this just after being <laughs> accused of being sexist <laughs> and everything else we're Let's accused of. I could give a shit. But I introduced this sponsor to us. Ah, it's you, true. Devo found it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can go to shipadick.com. Um, you can anonymously ship your friends or enemies a giant cardboard dick. Uh, they measure almost 30 inches long and 17 inches wide. Is that big? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking so, for a friend. I'm just, I'm just no idea. I'm just curious. He's asking for his dad. Just saying. Um, they, this is what they sell the ship of twat. I don't actually know if that. Uh, but they do have one for almost every holiday. They've got a Christmas dick, a birthday dick, a football dick, a, an election dick. They have a menorah dick. They have an They've Easter got, dick um, called the Resurrection. Oh um, Each candle's a little wiener. <laughs> that's that's inappropriate. That's offensive. Uh, it's sexist. That's um, okay. The, you, there's other options too. You don't just have to get one. You can get a box of dicks. I think didn't some Bebo, didn't you like order? Yes, that is exactly what I purchased. And then I for a what for like a, a party bachelorette party, okay. and I decorated each and every one of them as individual Disney princesses <laughs> because we went to Disneyland. <laughs> Well, they have be, like one eye or something. something <laughs> sexist about that. No, it was amazing. <laughs> we need a person. We need one eye. A person in here who is of the political, politically correct ilk. Oh. To just constantly tell, they had a buzzer every oh, time we've we been need, yeah, like an FCC monitor. just for fun, not yeah. because not because we would stop. I I just would find it fun to be told every time that was sexist. Well, I I think um, we should get one of the people who commented on our Instagram page. I'm sure they would jump at the chance to teach us the right, the proper path of conversation. Oh no, no, you're missing. They they would not get to teach us. They would they would have one job. And right. It would uh, it would they would just be to hit a buzzer every. Time. Well, that's what I mean, right? To them, it would be teaching us, but oh, for see. us, it's just a buzzer. But uh, yeah. I think that's great. I think we should we should hold. Oh, that's what we should do. We should hold interviews. Like auditions, essentially, for it, and oh, just see the 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 level of of um, offense offense that we can oh, commit to this person, and then as they're crying, <laughs> mascara running down. The, we go, you're hired. Congratulations, you did it. My mascara never runs, JP. I don't know what you're. <laughs> I I don't spend that much money on makeup, so okay. Well, there's lots the of things route. you can do. Just go to shipdick.com. All dick orders are 100 percent anonymous. So you can ship one to anyone, even your boss. <laughs> yeah. For example, I hope Sully gets one. <laughs> Ship one to Sully at <laughs> yeah. 563 Second Street or 2010 William Street, San Leandro, California, 94577. They're sent in a very and discreet box. Take 20%. They're scented? There's, what? They're sent in a very discreet box, oh. and it's sent from Hugh Johnson. <laughs> and there's a giant the orange address. sticker on this the side that happen. says "Fondle with care." Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna happen. Uh, take twenty percent on your next order at Ship a Dick oh. with the handy code Session. I welcome them. That's Session. S e s s i o n. You see the regift. Uh, I just regift back here. <laughs> we'll also uh, wait. What's the date today? Oh, Monday. On Monday, we're going to be yep. giving away something really cool uh, from Ship a Dick. So tune in uh, for your chance to win fifty dollars worth of cardboard. Text. They have I a almost um, got through. Uh, shipdick.com. Check it out. 
a thing called the Dickalus. So you know, like the the hearts, the best friends, where you break it in half, and one says best, and it says friends on it, like in middle school, all the chicks were. Yeah, they have one, but shaped like a dick. Mm. That's huh. funny. I don't know why we would do I that. I think I have my Christmas present. Allison. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna. I want. I would buy that for you if you both wore one. Maybe you already have. All right, let me make this easy for you, haters. You can send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com, and uh, we'll read it on the air. We don't care if it's criticism or uh, or praise or even just your drunken rants. We get those. How many kind years of has it been? Um, since what? You started this whole thing. A- over 11. You don't care anymore. No. <laughs> you like literally there's something you can just like. Nope. All right. I like that. There's no There's no editorial. It's just like, yeah. read the letter. Yeah. yeah. It's something to do between Game of Thrones seasons, really, quite, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, the, I found that all of the years of caring did me no good. <laughs> you know, I didn't sign up any national sponsors that are sensitive to these things. I didn't... Uh, the world never came crashing down. And in fact, yeah. I pretty much verbally abused any hater to the point of uh, leaving us alone anyway. That's so, right. Um, All the you're, haters. You're worried haters. about three people that didn't like a, a beer gushing. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it makes good radio, though. That's right. Okay. All, all right. right. So send your feedback to back. feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Um, all right. Do we have a Twitter game? We, we sure do. I figured we would. Uh, well, the Twitter game is brought to you today by our good friends over at White Labs. And homebrewers, you're in for a special treat. White Labs, who has been collecting yeast strains from all around the world for more than 20 years and kept them locked away until now. Through the Vault program, you have an opportunity to order new, creative, and unique strains from White Labs that have rarely, if ever, been available on a commercial scale. You can check out the full lineup of strains available by visiting whitelabs.com forward slash the vault and put your pre-order in today. Don't wait, because your order could push the next strain into production. What's our Twitter game, JP? Well, in honor of Sully being back in the studio, I want you guys to finish this sentence. Sully's head is so big. Jesus. I feel like we've done this before. I know. <laughs> it's an oldie bit of goodie. It keeps getting funnier every time I say it. You know, before you say it, though, I will say this. I think your head's shrinking. Anytime. I've actually lost a lot of weight, uh, but uh, we, we'll go in that later. Okay. Um, but every time I meet somebody in person who's like heard this thing, my head's big, they're like, your head is as big as everybody says it is. <laughs> I mean, it's big, don't get me wrong. So, in but. a way, what you're saying is we're helping you. Yeah, uh, it, it kind of helps out, I guess. <laughs> you're welcome for that. Yeah, thank you. All right. Sorry. Well, it's JP's game, and I'm not going to... I don't know. What am I going to do, man? It, Sully's I'm head is so big. This. Blank. All right. That's All our right. Twitter game today. There we go. All right. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Shall we do some feedback? Let's do it. All right. Uh, feedback's brought to you today by the Beer Law Center. Our good friend John over at BeerLawCenter.com takes care of the BN trademark, and he can do it for you, too. He can also do your TTB filings or anything else you need help with in the brewery legal world. John's your man over at BeerLawCenter.com. All right. Mark writes in. Mark. He says, sup, cuz. <laughs> so he grew up in the 90s. Uh, just wanted to drop a line and say thanks for the great shows. The last two months have been amazing, with Jip and Justin both finding their groove again. How about hey. that, Stella? Right? I'm just going to make a Stella reference, too. I love drinking Stella. Apparently, I grew up in the 90s. Uh, also, thanks for all the inf- uh, info that I've garnered from you guys. The two most influential shows that improved my beer was Jay-Z's two-liter starter preaching and Justin's honesty in all-grain show. 
Boy, that's an oldie but a goodie, huh, guys? I think I remember that one, too. Wow. <laughs> that's the garage days, I think. Early, like year yeah. one or maybe two garage yeah. days for wow. sure. Wow. Uh, a lot of people like that show because that was one. That was like back when we really dumbed everything down. But now we've been through it twelve times. So, right. yeah. Water. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the way Justin made the topic so relatable and forced Doc to dumb it down for a retard redneck from New Zealand. Not my words. Don't start writing to me. Uh, to understand was a great say? piece of radio. Um, and then he did well in his first competition last week. Took second place in the Best in Show for his APA. Nice work. Yeah. That's an American Pale Ale, Sully. What is that again? APA. Okay, got it. Uh, he was only beaten by one point. Uh, so he just says, thanks to you all. The shows are like hanging out with my mates, uh, but I actually learned from you guys. Uh, not like hanging out with Kiwis. They know less hmm. than Chechnyans. Huh. Wow. A self-hating New Zealander. Yeah, right? But he's right about the Chechnyans. That's true. Uh, okay, here's an announcement about the Secret Santa 2016. This is still going on, the Brewing Network Secret Santa. Apparently, yeah. That's been going on for years as well. Um, wow, the 10th annual uh, Secret Santa uh, put out a plate of tasty cookies and a tall glass of milk stout. <laughs> the 10th annual BN Army Secret Santa is officially on. Uh, it's the Secret Santa Homebrew Exchange. It's open to all BN Army members in good standing. Uh, cutoff date to enter is 12-12, so I'm getting this announcement a little late uh, because the cutoff date is Monday. To Monday. Enter. That's but right, it doesn't yeah. mean you have to send the beer, I think. You just have to go on and like register and sign um, up yeah. and sign up. And then you do a homebrew exchange with other people that have signed up. Um, so info on how to enter is in the general beer related section of the forum. So check it out. Sent from three hoes and an elf. Three hoes and an elf. Whatever that means. I don't know. I don't know ho, either. Ho, ho, <laughs> Thank you. Get it? Like, uh, why, Santa. Uh, why the elf? <laughs> are you joking? Like, you didn't get it? Or you did get it? No, I didn't I get totally it. didn't get it. Oh, yeah, no. Ho, 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 Santa. I'm pretending I did. But. <laughs> Speaking of Santa, Tasty, that beard's getting a little, little yeah, I'm gonna, Well, I'm going to get a mall job, I'm thinking, this year. A what? A mall, mall job? job? You know, playing Santa. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> like, they, you can make like a thousand bucks. I'm already mauling people, otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, not an M A U L. Not little kids on my lap. This is okay. like. Are you going to let it grow? It looks a little bushier. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting it grow. Yeah. yeah so see how far I can go with it. I'm yeah, like, oh, really? You're going to keep going? Why not? I don't why see not? why not. I think you told totally you. Great idea. That was good. I, I think like it's it. been a long time coming. Personally, yeah, that's great. All right, uh, here we go. Some people are asking if you've gotten any other feedback about the iPhone app cutting in and out. So it's hard to listen to. Um, no, I, I haven't gotten I any other somebody, feedback about that. Go get an Android. I saw somebody Facebook complaining about that. <laughs> oh, really? Maybe it's the same person. I haven't seen anything about that. Uh, I'll look into it, though. But as far as I know, it's working properly. Uh, and then he asks, is there anywhere I can go to stream shows pre-2015? Yeah, you can go right to our website. If you uh, go to the website, all the shows forever and ever are on the website. Um, and you can stream. You don't have to download them there, right? You can you actually just stream play them, them right through there. the thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and you can do that from your phone. Uh, it yeah. just uh, the website's not really optimized right now to to scroll through them all, right? Um, but you can search anything from there and then play it from your phone. If you know, like, just think of a brewery that you want to listen so to. So Vinny, and chances Mitch, are, we've yeah, yeah. Sully, right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what you do, <laughs> Sully, Sully. So the yeah. two and A is a great interview. I thought it was nice that you put yourself in fourth. That's fine. No. <laughs> well, you can get, if you do it at home, just at night, email yourself a bunch of links that you want to do, and then and during the day, then you can get in your email, grab the link, listen to it from your phone. That's a fine idea. Bam. Okay. Bam. 
Um, this is about the flat tail episode. Mason writes in, I just finished listening to that episode and I laughed for about 10 minutes straight after hearing JP compare Justin to Bob from Twin Peaks, which I don't watch the show, so I don't know, but apparently this person does know the reference. So he thought, he thought I think you were it funny. Was, I think it was the guy who Dave was with. <clears throat> oh, wasn't he comparing me? No. The old show, Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy the, looked like Bob the, the, the Killer. Oh, okay. <laughs> but not me. It was the other guy. I think it was not. I don't think it was you. I think it was the other guy. But I don't know. Who knows? Look, I'm throwing out so many funny lines every every half hour. I can't keep track. You know what I mean? I'm sleeping. I don't remember any of this. (laughs) Right. This one's kind of a weird one. Um, It says Google Gobble. The title is Dystopian Blowjay. But then he just says he was looking for an eye-grabbing subject line. Oh, okay. I've been listening to all of your podcasts for years, and I realize I have no idea what any of you look like. But I've always had an idea of what some of you look like. These are always good. These are always fun. Let's just reanalyze those two sentences. (laughs) I have no idea what any of you look like. But I've always had an idea of what some of you look like. Based on voices and mannerisms. <laughs> so almost um, all of us. So. Doesn't mannerisms imply that he has seen us? Mm. Like nervous tics? Because see mannerisms. No, you could hear. See mannerisms? Can you hear yeah, mannerisms? Speaking mannerisms. Like, yeah. yeah, sure. Why not? That's not the, part, that's not the part I'm quizzing. I, 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 it's just the, anyhow. Yeah. Uh, he says, I don't think I can go back now, even if I watched videos of you talking. In other words, he's... What, what he sees us, how he sees us in his mind is, is it. It's cemented. He's a very complex so, man. Here he goes. He, and he gives us the uh, celebrity equivalence of what oh. we look like. Okay. okay. So JP oh. looks like Dane Cook. You got me. You should be so lucky. Yeah. Is he a handsome guy? I think he's like a handsome guy, right? Isn't uh, Dane Cook a handsome guy, Bebo? I have to look that up. Yeah. I have to is look. he the comedian? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a comedian? I, I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, yeah, sure. He's a handsome guy. I mean, he's handsomer than JP. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I do not. Is he, first is of he all, irrational? <laughs> listen, bitch. <laughs> I don't kidding. I don't think I look like Dane. I'm looking at this man right now. I don't think he's very he handsome either. He has no idea what we look like. He well, just hey, has an going, idea of what we look like. He's going by Dane's personality. Yeah. Don't tell Adam Edwards from Castle Rock, Washington, how to think, JP. This is his fantasy, and you look like goddamn Dane Cook. I would. I mean, All right. Yeah. Tasty. There you go. I got to look this next one up. <laughs> See, yeah, at least you're, yeah. You're the, you the, have a six yeah. pack. I need to get a deeper V neck, I guess. Yeah, you're the dying, flabby version of <laughs> Dane Cook. Great. I have to look up this next one. Um, Tasty looks like John Michael Higgins. John Michael Higgins. Let's see. I'm looking it up right see, now. See, we're, t- we're, we're shows pausing right now. This guy. I oh, don't know who the fuck this guy is. Oh yeah, uh, I love that guy. He's the guy. Uh, he's in Best in Show. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, uh, his other shows. And other shows. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Happily divorced. Half and oh, yeah. Kim. The late. Show. Really good looks. He's got that right. Uh, I actually love I that. This is what Tasty looks like in this guy's mind. To this Me guy. too. When Tasty talks. Huh. Hang, hang on. I'm gonna close my eyes. Tasty talk. He's talking. Yeah, you do look like him. <laughs> well, that would imply that you sound like him, too. And then if that's yeah. the case, this guy sounds like a, like a, a very old show. man. I'll read some of the script. Uh, yeah, that's. Oh, he's, he's a good role in that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Bevo looks like Kate uh, Caitlin Olsen. Is that, I assume that's the one of the Olsen twins. Yeah, he, that's what you look like in. Kate Olsen. Maybe like post-boob job. She looks like Katie Olsen. I don't have a boob job. No, Caitlin Olsen is not one of the... She does. She's uh Oh, no, she's the chick from Always Sunny. 
Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, also, you'd have to add about 150. Mary Kate. Add 150 to that chick, too. And I'd, she, I'd have to. Centimeters on your height. I'd have to grow seven feet taller. Uh, How old is she? I think I dated her once, actually, in L.A. for a month, so. <laughs> that a boy. Yeah, I could see uh, that. Because I think this chick has that kind of gruff, that, like, Demi Moore sounding, like, Soto voice. I didn't even get listed in this list, by the way. Uh, Jamil looks like Grimace. This is who he thinks uh, Jamil looks like. Okay. And he says, um, anyone else that I'm not acquainted with looks like Jay Bruchanel? Jay Bruchanel. Yeah, so we're going to... Jesus the, we're Christ, We're terrible dude. at our pop culture. How, I don't think this guy... I don't think these people are pop culture. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen this guy in things before. Jay Baruchel. I th- I'm pretty sure the writer of this email is 17 years old. Right. Um, Wait, wasn't he in that movie where the world ends? The Never heard of it. <clears throat> I don't know what it's Is called. that a Christian movie? No. <laughs> it's, it's the one where they have... T- Never mind. Does, where Jonah, where Jonah Edward, Jonah, the fat kid from that movie gets raped by a demon. In a world. <laughs> In a world where it a is demon. a Christian movie. <laughs> no. He goes to church. by demons in Christian movies. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, God bless you. Anyhow, um, there you go. Thanks for writing in. He does ask, uh, how does one send you beer? Uh, I hate bottling, but it seems worth to get us feedback. Uh, food back, actually. Food back. Do you want some food back? Uh, you do not send me um, <laughs> um, uh, beer. If you'd like your uh, beer evaluated on Dr. Homebrew, though, yes. you can email... Doc- JP at thebrewingnetwork.com. There you go. JP okay. at thebrewingnetwork.com. And he will happily accept your beer and give you great feedback right. on his show, Dr. Homebrew. Thank you. Okay, and then the last one is about our last episode of Lunch Meat. Uh, this is Lunch Meat. Yeah, we did an episode. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we're contractually bound now. It's a whole thing. People were getting a four hundred four error, which has now been fixed. So I'm not going to. Yeah. So that's the answer to that email. It's fixed. Uh, you can go to iTunes. Don't ask me where it lives on the website because it doesn't. And but you can go to iTunes. You search um, what's it called Lunch Meat, and it's there. <laughs> Did you try it again, JP? It, it uh, no, I tried it after I fixed after code fixed it. Actually, of course. Okay, good. And then it, it seemed to work. So no, I didn't even try it beforehand. So <clears throat> I think everybody can get their meat now. Yeah. All right, and that's your feedback for today. Brought to you by John at BeerLawCenter dot com. I'm sure John's so proud of being a part of that segment every week. <laughs> I'm sure he is too. Each and every week. All right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we only have Sully for another 20 minutes. So we're going to take a very fast break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk 2A with Sean O'Sullivan from the 21st Amendment. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring... Monk's Blood. 
made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. The Vault, created by White Labs. The Vault is a collection of new, creative, and unique yeast strains from around the world. These strains have never been available to homebrewers. Most have not even been available to professionals. You have the power to release the yeast. Through The Vault, White Labs is giving you the power to decide which strains are put into production and giving you the opportunity to brew with these strains. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault and pre-order the yeast strain of your choice and encourage your friends to do the same. Once 250 pre-orders have been achieved, White Labs will put that strain into production. The strain will be mailed directly to your doorstep, ready to make the beer you've always wanted to brew. This program was created with the home brewer in mind. White Labs is relying on you to help release these strains, which may blaze the way for future new and unique beers. Help release the yeast. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing Recipes, Tales, and World Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at BrewersPublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to MoreBeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. 
Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold. 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up a six-pack of cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. from Cigar City Brewing, and you're listening to the session on the Brewing Network. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. I want to remind you about one of our wonderful sponsors who's been with us for so long, Williams Brewing. You can go to williamsbrewing.com. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. they got a full lineup of inner tap forward-sealing beer faucets with interchangeable spouts, as well as a new grain mill motorizing Whoa. kit that features a gear motor that spins your mill at the correct 180 RPM without the need for hazardous belts. Also, uh... They've got the new Mark II Word Pump, a magnetic drive high-temperature pump that starts at only $69.99, but does the job of pumps costing twice as much. Uh, other exclusives, the Brewer's Edge Mini Regulators, as well as exclusive line of Keg King Kegs and Disconnects. Uh, they got a lot more, too, so go check them out at williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. And while you're at it, thank them for sponsoring this program for... I think over nine years now. Uh, they've really been at it for wow. a long time, and, huge. and, uh, and we appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, much like our next guest, uh, Sean O'Sullivan. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> uh, Sully, of course, uh, in the studio with us this week, and uh, we've got some beers to get through. You Sully. know, brother, first of all, I miss you, man. You do? I mean, I mean you know, I, uh, you know, when was the last time we sat across the table like this? Like, It really has been a yeah. long time. Anyway. And I was looking forward to this show because... Because uh, because you're here, JP, you not that you're not be fun. Here. Because I thought Nico's going to be really okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, The thing is, I like talking with you more, but Nico is handsomer. I mean, you guys know you've established that in the group, right? That, like you're the talker, but he's the looker. Have you guys, or is that's why you don't even talk to he each other anymore? He was a theater anymore? major. <laughs> I know, so it bothers him that you're the talker. He kind of does because I've taken his career basically. Right? Yeah. No, Nico does his own thing. He's, you know, he's, he talks as well. I talk as well. We do a lot of talking. You don't um, let him do so, anything. No, it's not true. I don't even think he works at the two one A anymore. Totally does. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, he so doesn't. What he doesn't have is a beer named after him. That's true. And a gold medal winning beer yes. at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so El Sully is in my glass right now, and it, it did win gold at yep. the at this year's Great American Beer Festival. And I got to say that I don't think anybody in that room, and certainly not in this room, 
uh, was surprised about that. Oh, wow. Thank you. This is one of the best uh, beers of this style that has come out in so long. Absolutely. I, I think in craft beer. Yeah, I, I really mean this. It is such a true. Tell us what you're going for so that people understand what I mean, because it's so true to your vision. I don't think anyone was surprised. Well, I mean, there's a story behind it. I mean, I grew up in Southern California. I lived near the beach, you know, when I was down there. I drank a lot of Modelo. I drank a lot of Tecate Pacifico. You know, I'd go to the beach a lot and uh, ate a lot of Carnatus and and all that. And uh, Mm. and it was just – it just seemed like a natural – we were brewing this beer at the pub. And it just seemed like, well, we we need something actually in our brand portfolio uh, that kind of balances it out because our lightest beer was a watermelon wheat beer, Heller High Watermelon, and then a Session IPA. And it wasn't, you know, it's like, well, we got this El Sully beer, and it's a, it's a funny name, you know? It's like, you know, this Mexican lager that's brewed by an Irish guy. Yeah. I mean, so it's, what's more funny than that? Yeah. You know? So that's, Nothing! That's, Someone's going to be offended. So, <laughs> I'll let you yeah. take the emails. Yeah, you're, you're appropriating cultures now, and that's <laughs> fucked up. So we, um, you know, and so we decided to kind of go down this path of, of, of making this beer. And um, what's interesting about it is we always say that it's, you know, brewed in the same vein as that. I mean, it's like ba- the, the base ingredient. It's just Pilsner malt, Vienna malt, uh, flaked maize or corn, as you wish. Mm-hmm. And then we use the we use the WLP, uh, what is it, 970, uh, I might have that number wrong, from uh, White Labs, uh, the Mexican lager strain. And it's just, you know, Magnum and Northern Brewer. I mean, it's 18 IBUs, 4.8% alcohol. Okay. Um, and it's just super basic. I like to say it's what Modelo dreams of when it goes to bed at night because that is a little <laughs> bit more flavor than, you know, well, beers of, flavor, that, than, of that ilk. And, and that's just because it's all malt is what you're saying. It, well, no, there's there's flaked maize in there, so there's corn in there as well. But uh, you, oh, yeah, you, okay. you kind of need that. And I've been making, like, cream ales for a while, which is essentially the so one in the American-style cream ale category. And, of course, people are like, well, what are you talking about? It's not, a, it's not an ale. It's a lager. It was like, well, actually, if you look at the cream ale category, to get really geeky here, yeah. is that... It is a mixed yeast category, so you can actually ferment at a certain temperature and then, like, and like exactly, and then let it finish out, and that's what happened. But the funny story about this, okay, is I was looking for a home for this beer, you know, for the category for the Great American Beer Festival, and I was like, oh, where am I going to put this? It has a little bit of haze in it, you know. A lot of the American, you know, uh, lager categories, pilsner categories, they don't allow for haze. So that's like, true. And I've been judging for about eight years now, so I'm like, really, I know what the judges are like. Well, if it says it shouldn't have haze, and if it has haze, it might win a bronze. Hmm. So the category before me, I think it was the American, uh, the international pilsner category, and um, uh, Ska Brewing Company out of uh, Durango, Colorado, won yeah. the bronze with their Mexican logo, which is a Mexican lager, like in you know similar yeah. to ours. And so immediately I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> I have put this beer in the wrong category." Oh no! So I'm like, you know, in my you know my anxiety moment, and I'm like le- opening up my phone. I'm sitting there in you know the auditorium <laughs> there at the convention center. How did yeah. I fuck this up? And I'm like, how did I, I totally fuck this up? And I'm leafing through, and I'm like, oh, that's and like, and then as I'm going through this process, they go, and El Sully wins the gold. I was like, huh, I guess I knew what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Validated. So it's interesting because uh, it, it was just a moment, you know. You don't. Uh, I never expect to win anything at those things. I'm not. The, I'm not like Roger Davis on Suicide Watch. But, you know, take his belt and his shoelaces away if he doesn't win anything. I, I can't get over him. <laughs> so he really bad. He, 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 yeah, he takes it hard. And so I just like I, I just was giggling when it won. I could not believe. Yeah. it. So it was good to see. And and I, and I saw you there. It was. Uh, that was a, a lot of fun. I broadcasted for you. Yeah, thank you for broadcasting. For I always have these awkward moments because I know so many of the brewers that, that come and win, right? But I know some of them better than others. Yeah. And so 
guys like you who win, it's like a no-brainer. I always jump up and give you a hug, mostly because I'm just really excited. It's the in-betweeners that I never know what to do. And they sort of walk by, and they're like, hi, Justin. And I'm like, oh, right, we've met. Sorry, I didn't hug you. It gets odd and awkward. Maybe but you hugging, just do the wave. And the... So, but then I can't hug you because then I have to wave everybody. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, just you're like, could you? Pl- that's well, why you're recommending everybody. I do the wave, just isn't do it? The line. You're like, could yeah. you stop hugging me every time I win? No, it's fun though because we we want uh, you know we beat out Paps who was behind us. Yeah, uh, that was kind of fun, and I, I, it's just great when you win something. Of the, I mean, the room not- actually kind of lost it for that when beating out Paps. They the, the room really erupted with some cheer because yeah. it's a cool thing to see at a, a craft brewer at the Great American. You know, I never, I actually never have thought about that until this moment because typically, <clears throat> you know, I ju- well, I'm not supposed to say this or not, but I judge, I've judged the American lager category, you know, like the big category, yeah, and uh, and it's always interesting because you don't know what you're judging, of course, and so when like a, um, you know, when a small brewery wins and it beats out the big brewery, it's yeah. like the place erupts, just what you said, but I didn't think about that. They did it for you. I yeah. remember, I, I remember mm. it very clearly sitting there. I, and- I, I thought it was just that I was on stage. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, I'm sure you're he right. Said his name. My, He's coming. He's yeah. going to be here. My, my analysis is usually shit, Stully, so I'd go with that. Um, so, well, that so that was fun. That's exciting and a big win. Uh, let's get through an, uh, to another beer. Gets through them. I like it. Just get them let's out Let's just here. run through this. <laughs> Real fast about, about the L. Sully. You're the one with the time constraint. Exactly. I just want to make a, 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 a quick point is that a lot of craft, a lot of American craft brewers make a style like this mm. because it's a good style, mm-hmm. but it comes out kind of cidery. Okay, kind of like yeah. an apple cider, and this doesn't have that. Yeah, and so I just I just wanted to point that out. If anybody who has tried beers like this before and go, oh, it's just kind of a weird thing. It's 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 very different. Uh, I agree with you, and that, maybe that's what I was getting at by saying that this is the f- first time in years that I've really tasted a craft beer like like this one. I mean, I, I like it. I mean, of course, I like it because you know it has my name on it and all that. But I think it's a really distinct, crisp beer. And I think that in the age of like, and I'm not discounting you know the experience we're having right now with craft beer with all these different flavors yeah. and, and, and unique uh, you know uh, brewers are doing very unique things with different flavors and all that. But sometimes it's nice just to come back and. It might be my age talking here, but honestly, um, but you just want like a nice little palate cleanser. You want something that can kind of finish you off and all that. Yeah. I can agree. I say that here, finish you. You can say that. Uh, you were going to yeah. get a letter about it. Every, and the, and every the, sense of the word. And the other thing I want to say is that I was at the, this great ramen shop. Uh, it's uh, called oh, the Ramen Shop in Rockridge, and oh, they serve El Sully. And they, you've been there before. <laughs> the ramen shop. I and, can uh, that. And they, <laughs> I love and they, ramen. And I went in there, and they asked me. They, the they were serving El Sully in cans, and they said, Sean, do you want a, a lime in that? And I was like, <laughs> what? Lime? So you did it, didn't you? So what happened was I, I, I absolutely I, – I I thought that was going to lose my street cred as a craft brewer. I was like, nah, bring me the line. Yeah. So now I had it. I was like, that's awesome. So <laughs> it still is good. I have no problem with you okay. putting a lime in that beer. Well, it's one of my stable beers now. You'll Thank find you. it in my fridge. Thank um, you, sir. Uh, and my son thanks you. The, the <laughs> <laughs> and his family after me. <laughs> Did I... T- did we ever go over the the very backhanded compliment that uh, Kate gave you about watermelon wheat once that Kate the Great tried to give you? She's, was she was so embarrassed by it to this day. She's sitting out there, as a matter of fact. But Kate the Great was trying to give you a compliment, but it was like it's so backhanded. She basically was saying to you, "Was this at a concert?" She's I, I don't remember, okay. but she said, "Sully, I just want you to know." I, I buy your beer all the time, and I, I keep it in the fridge because it's the only beer Justin won't drink. 
<laughs> she, and she was trying to say that whenever she buys beer, I drink it all before she gets to it. Right. But if she keeps watermelon wheat in there, which she really likes, yeah. <laughs> I won't touch it because I don't like fruit beer, right? But she says this to you. And she realizes in the middle of it what she's saying. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe what I'm saying right now. You this didn't say anything, of course. She left that night feeling so terrible. She's well, like, she you should. She's get her in here right now. She's <laughs> like, I basically just told Sally you hate his beer. <laughs> Look, watermelon wheat, hell or high watermelon can be, you know, it's very polarizing. Some people people love it or people are like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. And you're, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Kate the Great yeah, loves it. Fine. All right. Sneak Attack is in, is the next one I think we have. Yeah. So Sneak Attack, uh, I is love this. this I, feel like, I feel like it's like this is the that's show. That's that one, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's that one. So this is, a, you know, this is a, our Saison. Um, mm-hmm. We... No, no, this is the sneak attack, right? No, that's the IPA. Oh. Yeah, she's right. I saw her pour it that way. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So sneak attack is our uh, Belgian style saison. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a beer we've been releasing for the last few years. It's um, actually I used uh, I'm using a different yeast strain now. So I mean, for the geek out on it, I was using the the French strain from uh, from Y yeast. Uh, but now mixed it up. There's a blend strain that you can get from Giga Yeast. Are they a sponsor? No, but you're no. okay. You okay. can mention them. Um, and so it's a blend of both the French and the uh, Belgian strains. Okay. And then we actually used to put cardamom in it, which was fun. Is a funny story because years ago, when I was judging GABF before we released this beer, I literally like decided to judge the saison category. So I, you know, I tasted probably 60, 70 different saisons, and there was wow. one that had cardamom in it. And like you know, the judges are chasing it. I'm like, hmm, what are they going to say here? And literally like, <laughs> out, done. Oh, they hate so it. I was like, well, yeah. don't, don't enter in that category. So uh, before, when we first made this beer, it was basically like, I'd like a little beer with my cardamom. I mean, it was way too over the top. Then I started peeling it back, peeling it back. See, you know, at the end of the day, I don't even know if I really like it that much. Okay. So now, because it says it on the can that we have to put cardamom, so now it's just like a you're, whisper of cardamom in there. I see. Your dog could probably smell it. What is uh, the flavor of that? You know, cardamom is a real herbal kind of... Uh, we're using, uh, by the way, uh, whole organic cardamom pods. Oh, of course you so are. It's a, wow. I mean, you only need one pod. Why not? Well, <laughs> it's an herbal... It's an herbal... Per 20 note. barrels. It's $700. It's got a... It's an interesting, um, almost spicy, but really earthy kind of flavor to it. Okay. Um, I like it, but... Um it can be overpowering. Yeah, okay. and so, but I really like this yeast right now. I, I think it's nice. It has like both the kind of the, you know, the the horse blanket as well as some phenolics mm. and some you know fruit play with it as well. And I think you're um, right. You know, it finishes out point oh point. Uh, what was it? Point eight Play-Doh, so it dries right out. Even yeah, you can taste some sweetness in it. So, and there, there's no other <laughs> spices in the beer. Everything's coming from the yeast, there's except no, for that dash of yeah. There's okay. no other spices. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. Uh, then I agree with you. I think the yeast is working really well. Yeah, so yeah, for like sure. That. But it's a funny story because I mean, literally, this was like you know a hundred barrel test batch. I was wow. like, I was like, hey guys, I want to change the yeast. I don't like the yeast we've been using. A lot of people are using that yeast, and I don't want to use it anymore. I was like, all right, let's see what happens. Just went for it. Yeah. So you uh, got a hundred barrel starter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly, Tasty? Did you make any money on the third? By the third batch, find make some money. <laughs> what did you do for temperatures? Do you do you let this one go really hot? You know, I think actually we fermented it. Um, I think we kept the ester production down low, so it was at seventy four. Then I think we let it rise, um, and then we do a diacetyl rest with all our beers. So there's like a four degree differential with that, but. Okay. Um, you know, you don't want it to get too crazy because you don't want to produce those, you know, banana bubblegum kind of flavors. So that'd be bad. But maybe you do. I don't know. I just wanted to keep some it people tamed. like that style. I, yeah. I like this more subdued. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so far the well, not the El Sully because we're fortunate enough to have that on tap here. But the sneak attack came out of the can. 
Yes. And the next one we're going to try, which is blah, 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 IPA. Yeah, so this is a uh, – I'm sorry. I stepped well, all I was going to say is that these are from the – Canning line in San Leandro, yeah. that's now fully operational. Exactly. The sneak attack just came off the line today, literally like a few hours ago. Cool. Um, and then blah, 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 same thing. Um, you know, I think it was last week when we canned this one. But oh, it smells amazing. Yeah, it's, it, it's uh, you know, the, the, so the, the story is funny on the on the name before we get into the beer. You know, there, look, IPAs are ubiquitous. There's session IPAs, there's double IPAs, there's grapefruit IPAs, there's blah, blah, blah IPAs. So that's kind of where the name came from. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's seven different types of hops in there that's dry hop with uh, Idaho 7, uh, Citra, and Mosaic, but there's a lot of, like, um, there's a lot of late hopping with uh, uh, Bavarian, Man- uh, Mandarin Bavaria, Cascade, Equinox, uh, Matuka. Is that how you pronounce that? Matuka. I never, that's yeah, what, I never know how to That's what I said, and then Mosaic and Citra really late in the boil there. Um, you know, and it's uh, Golden Promise, which is one of my favorite malts from Sipson's. I think it has a great, like, malt backbone and also uh, Pilsner malt as well. And then there's some honey malt and some white wheat in Vienna. Um, when we were actually, there's another beer that we were using this name with back in the day, Toaster Pastry. I don't know if you've heard of that beer. Oh, but yeah. It's sure. like an India Red Ale. It's won a silver the last couple of years at World Beer Cup and uh, also at uh, GABF. But, so th- that was kind of the working title for this beer. So uh, because I didn't want to use Toaster Pastry because, it's, of course, our new you know beer factory is, is this old Kellogg's factory. Yeah. Um, and they used to make Pop-Tarts there and all that. So anyway... Um, so we were using blah 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 IPA as kind of a you know placeholder, and then we were like, you know, that's a really fun name and all that. Let's just you know turn it around. So now people are like, well, this doesn't taste like the blah 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 I had before. No, no, no. It's a new, it's a new name. It was a draft only draft version. So for you that are confused out there, yeah, uh, just now drink th- <laughs> now, now drink this one and you'll be okay. And right. it's better. Yeah. Well, it's kind Catch of a double speed. entendre too because listening to the ingredient list, uh, you put in a it's complex. This isn't a simple IPA. No, it's it's a, like exactly what you said. A lot of late hopping, like two pounds per barrel. Uh, might even be a little bit more than that. Of multiple varieties, three different varieties with a lesser bean uh, Idaho Seven. It's a little bit dank, I think. <laughs> I, think so, I think yeah. it, you kind of pick it up here. Um, but this beer was entered in um, at the GABF as well. And what I heard, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, I think it, you know. I won't enjoy, tell. People Uh-oh. enjoy it. Nobody so. listens to this show. <laughs> so it was a... It was a <laughs> the reality just hit him right there. He's like... <laughs> I, I'm a sponsor. Oh. <laughs> You're like a rollover on anybody, huh? <laughs> uh, name names. I heard that people enjoyed this beer. Yeah. Okay. That's, and they were judges. You're probably allowed to say that. Yeah. Tasty. Yes. Are you as and you don't have to agree. Sully, you know, Sully is a sponsor and everything, but um, <laughs> we're we're, a, we're mending a relationship. No, as so you know, Sully doesn't. Sully doesn't Sully. care. I, I want to know if you agree with how incredible that aroma is. That really oh, yeah. kind of hit me in the face. No, it's got a lot of length. Oh, this is probably pretty fresh as well, though. I guess. Yeah, you said this is a pretty fresh off I the canning line. It's about a, a week and a half old, maybe. Okay, wow. No, no, the aroma yeah. just hangs around a long time. Yeah, and and I really and not just that it's. Um, uh, I don't like this word, but I'm trying just to use it. express strong like it not it's not just that it's pungent it's that it's um, I love that word. it's really pleasant it's a, it's a very strong hop aroma that does not go into any sometimes you get like rubbery uh, i i think notes diesel. or plastic yeah. diesel and i don't think it has the, those no this is a blend of aromas it's both uh, floral and citrus yeah aromas mixed together mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I, I don't know seem to, to go well in the right yeah. proportions i think sometimes if there's too much uh Citrus, citrus character, citrus character, it kind of like overpowers the floral part. Yeah, exactly. I think that you know both citra and mosaic. They can't really like. They have a hard time residing on their own. They yeah. need like. They need a buddy. Yeah. 
I'm really glad that it's good. <laughs> I need a friend. <laughs> because with a name like that, it, it, it has to be a good beer. Because otherwise, it could almost like blow back in your face, it's right? Like People blah. are like, blah, 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 whatever. But in this case, I think you could do it the other way and start talking about it like we're doing about how good it is. And then it really works, like, blah, blah, blah. It's a great fucking IPA. Let's yeah. move on. In fact, right. you know when you're in, we're in conversations with, like, in meetings and all, and someone will say, blah, 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 we all whisper under our breath, IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, right? But did, did you worry about that at all? Like, hey, what if people don't love the IPA, and then the name kind of is, could blow back in our face? Did you even think about that? Well, you know, my self-deprecating personality, <laughs> 100% on that. Okay. I mean, But, you know, it was just a fun, I mean, you know, uh, Ted Whitney, who's our director of sales out there, um, he was... We were just, I think he might have come up with the name because we were just sitting around bullshitting about names. You know, say, well, there's like session. I mean, it was really that conversation. It was like blah, 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 IPA. And it was like, that's it. So, um, no, I love it. Good name, great beer. Thank you. I have to get you out of here, Sully. You're, you're, uh, I'm going to go see X tonight. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, I love taking X. Are you going to take? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Of course you don't. I'm 53. I, I just probably shit myself. Well, ask your son in about two years. He'll tell you. <laughs> He'll be selling it. Yeah, be great. yeah, ask him for some is what I meant. In about two years. Uh, well, Sully, it's been great to have you back uh, in the studio. It's funny. I, honestly, I, I miss you guys. I listen to the show. Um, you know, it's you've come a long way, man. You should uh, be commended. I mean, for me, it's a nostalgia trip coming back here. I mean, where is Doc right now? <laughs> Actually, he's going to be That's at the show. Question. No, really, where is Doc? Yeah, where right is Doc now? this second? Who has the collar on him? He's in a gutter somewhere. I think he's, <laughs> he's talking bad shape. No, he's just he's out sick. But on he's that note, Sully, I wanted to. You know, I used to tell you this all the time, and it's never gone away. You know, you have a standing like co-host invitation. You can always crash this show. And just sit with us. I love the fact you say that, but I think after the third, we'd be like, is he ever going to leave? No, that's not true. Remember when Sully used to do the FM show with us all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it when you're a co-host. Yeah. yeah. I I even like you in here more than I like you out there, Sully. (laughs) And I like you a lot out there. I'm getting what you're dealing there. <laughs> I don't know. Come by once in a while. Yeah, anytime. I mean, uh, you should co-host this. It's fun when you're in the studio. No, it's good energy. I like being here. I mean, I don't know if anybody's listening right now, but uh, no. I, I appreciate everybody's support. I mean, I've uh, been a huge sponsor of the show, and I think it's been instrumental in uh, the careers of you know craft brewers since you know who haven't who were not craft brewers before that. And I think that you're doing a great service. And uh, and when I leave, I'll kiss you on the mouth. I appreciate that. The the first part. All right, if you want to be a brewer uh, like Sully, uh, download the Beersmith homebrewing software. It'll help you uh, design your recipes, uh, plan your brew day, uh, hone in your equipment, uh, order your ingredients. I don't know. It does everything. All that kind of stuff. It It keeps the inventory, which a lot of people like to buy in bulk. That's right. You can go to Beersmith.com, get your free 21-day trial, and um, uh, yeah, we use it, and and you should use it, and it's free. You don't have to take my word for it. So go to Beersmith.com right now and get the best brewing set, uh, software uh, in home brewing. All right. We're going to get out of here uh, just for a couple minutes and then come back without Sully. Sully's got things to do. We'll be back with some beer news and our uh, special tasting of holiday beers. It's the session. Christmas. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network.
Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com do you know the three most important rules in brewing sanitation sanitation and sanitation and no one does it better than five star chemicals five star knows sanitation you can only sanitize clean equipment and five star knows how to clean too for craft brewers and home brewers five star has what you need to keep your fermenters serving tanks kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer spoiling bacteria pbw caustic acid cleaners star sand santa clean lubricants and defoamers ph stabilizer and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star treatment today. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewer 
Brewers Association at craftbeer.com. Also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. This is Matt Reynoldson from Firestone Walker Brewing Company, and you're listening to The Session on the Brewing Network. All right. Sully. Sully's the man. Yeah. Always fun to have him in the studio with us. Uh, Speaking of cool things... You know, Blickman's still giving away the Brew Easy system this holiday season. They've never given one away before like this, but they're doing it now. Blickman Engineering giving away a grand prize Brew Easy system uh, with the winner announced the week before Christmas. So it's coming up. Uh, they got other prizes, too, the, the, that will be drawn, including a quick carb uh, a conical, a hellfire burner, a BrewVision thermometer. So go check it out. They're giving away a lot of stuff. You can go over to BlickmanEngineering.com and, uh, and and sign up over there. I think he's got to sign up for their newsletter or something like that. But uh, you'll see. You can, also, you can click the banner on our homepage or just go straight over to BlickmanEngineering.com, entering to win a grand prize uh, BrewEasy system, which is a They're sweet. Pretty sweet sick, little dude. piece of equipment, They're right? Nice and tight. Yeah, those things are nice. Um, all right. Uh, you want to do some beer news? I don't, actually. Ah, but I do. I like doing the beer news. Oh, segment. let's do some beer news. I get to, uh, I get to pontificate. <laughs> yeah. You just sit there and absorb information, my friend, <laughs> <laughs> to which I will deliver via my mouth. Perfect. It's a lot like oral um, sex. Is that are yeah. are you saying that to me because I'm a man? I, I, because that's I, sexist. I am I am starting to assume your sexual preference. Yeah, and I apologize for for pigeonholing you into that category. Okay, all right, I accept. <laughs> Thank you. Thank see, you very much. See, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. There's a little a little back and forth <laughs> communication. Thank you, Tasty. <laughs> uh, like, oh solving God. the Brewing Network, solving the world's problems. Right. You know, right. we, if, if we were to interview Donald Trump, we could we could lick this whole situation like that, lickety split. <laughs> that's right. I could well, think, maybe we can you I, know, I could, establish I could, like a Twitter dialogue with him, like on a regular. Oh day. yeah, that's how you communicate with him. Yeah, we should get an interview with him. It'd be great. <clears throat> well, actually, you know, on, on on that note, let me start with my last story first. <clears throat> All right. An Australian beer company is putting out politically charged artwork on their beer cans. Spark. S-P-A-R-R-K-E, I believe it is, um, is its name. And the goal is to tackle divisive social issues such as sexual consent and asylum for refugees Wow, through beer. Right? Very heavy stuff. It's a bold, yeah. Where, where are they from? Uh, Australia? Uh, they're in Australia, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, here are some of the messages that the cans are addressing. So just a can. Everything is a can and has a, a just a one-sentence, basically, tweet length message social message right yeah i feel like they should just worry about not beating each other up in bars i would i would think so but they're trying to elevate their game okay so i respect that uh here's here's a name consent can't come after you do this is to tackle this is a cider tackling sexual Uh, consent wow that's a fucking uh i'm sorry can you repeat that consent can't come after you do because it never would I like it. It's clear and yeah. to the point, and 
it's it's quippy. It's a little aggressive, but that's the point. And then you go, wow. And then you think about it and you go, yeah, okay. Like you want to be a fa- You want to say, yeah, like instinctually you want to be like, well, that's a fucked up way to say it. Right. But actually it's just saying what what's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Well, th- this is a weird one. I don't understand it. It's change the date. It's a Pilsner that's targeting Australia Day. Whatever. What, do I know what Australia no, Day is? No, we don't. Is. I know. Okay. This reporter didn't do any research. <laughs> that's okay. Um Okay, this time. This is a uh, there's a, a hearty ginger beer called Boundless Plains to Share, which is uh, demanding better treatment for asylum seekers. Okay, and then something called Nipples Are Nipples, a lemonade addressing gender equality and supporting free the nipple. I like this one. Yeah, uh, the nine women behind the company, nine women behind the company, want the cans to provoke meaningful and civilized discussion. We realize it's a totally new way to tackle social issues, but if you think about it, the greatest conversation starter of our generation is social drink. Head brewer Aggie Gajic said. We want people to get talking about important issues in relaxed settings where the real conversations happen and at the same time get a smile or two. Uh, That's a direct quote. In addition to the conversational awareness, they're donating 10% of the profits to these beers to a range of community organizations. Mm -hmm. My favorite part is that it's in cans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Beverly. Sexist, as always. Yeah, by the way, if anyone in here is... She's the bad one. She's jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. This is Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, the rest of us did. It was years ago. Yeah. Hey, I have cans. Oh, God, bad. She's starting to think like us. Now, so let me try to... Uh, so this is a... They're a brewery? They're a brewery in Australia, How yeah. big a brewery is this? I'm, yeah. And this is sort of like oh, no. me cheap marketing. I th- I th- yeah, I think it's relatively small because their goal is to sell 10,000 cases. Okay. So I think that they're uh, very, very small. Do they brew it themselves? I don't know that, to be yeah. sure. It sounds more like a marketing company. I like the mm. whole concept, but if the marketing is for a good uh, cause, I'm okay with that, too. Um, maybe it, it might be a contract brewery situation. I don't know yeah. that. I mean, they do have a head brewer, so I'm sure this lady's in charge of of brewing the recipes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's very interesting, and it's a, yeah. it's a variety, too. A ginger beer, a friggin' cider, a lemonade. I mean, maybe it's a hard lemonade. I don't know, but that's oh, kind of cool also. definitely contracting. There's no yeah. way they're... Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. But that's okay, too. And then I'm just... I'm only asking questions. I'm not, there's no judgment here. Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. And then, so their their goal of the starting the, the conversation comes from j- just the product and, and the label on the cans. It's not like they're it's not like they have events or that they have a tap house where you come in each week and discuss events. It's, I, th- that's not the. The catalyst is the is the can is the packaging the, itself. Okay. Yeah, All yeah. Right. That that's what I gather. I don't think that they do. And, and maybe at some point they will if they have a tap room and yeah. and have community events and stuff. Which let's be honest. I mean, the beer community could be more involved in their local community. Yeah, um, a little bit more than writing a check a check to the Red Cross or some shit like that. Like get involved in your like micro community or micro local stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds like a cool a cool way to just kind of. If anything, just stir the shit a little bit. Yeah. If over time they come across as genuine and, and really really behind the causes, yeah, I think it's got, it's got potential for sure. Yeah. Can you imagine having nine partners though? Right. That's a lot All of women. partners in a company. 
All women. God, all men would be the same. All nine anybody. partners. Yeah, how do you get along? Nine partners is a mess. Right. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of opinions. Luckily, like the 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 artwork is very kind of. It's almost like modern times beers, where it's a lot of white space, a lot of reserved marketing, because the message is the quote on the on the thing, right? So I think maybe nine out of ten arguments are kind of settled already because the, the 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 artwork isn't super involved yeah and i feel like that's where you might get a lot of your back and forth oh. well that font's too big or the you know whatever right like the dragon is has too much fire you know what you know what i mean with like the minutia of like label sure, artwork with I, nine partners <clears throat> half are bitching because they're doing all the work yeah and the other half are just like we'll what do you mean bitching though i don't know clarify that that's what happens if you have like yeah, i'm kidding some partners, partners are doing yeah. more of the work i'm just right yeah, for sure. My, I mean, my partners are cool. I mean, I can't change the goddamn toilet paper out around no. here without a fucking or get paper towels. Over or under? <laughs> was that the deal? <laughs> no, well, I mean, I, I have a feeling it's it's uh, investors. Oh, yeah, maybe most of them are investors, right? Anyway, um, here's something that uh, sounds bitching. <laughs> sounds bitching. Uh, here's something that is uh, in a similar vein, but uh, on the other side. <clears throat> The craft beer scene has long been accused of various acts against women. This is very controversial. Oh, is um, our whole theme uh, news? No, theme? just okay. these two. All right. Yeah, it, just, it just happened to That's be this way. That's too bad. That would make me happy. Um, from sexism to promoting rape culture and everything in between. While some of these cases are questionable, this one is not. A brewery called Mob Craft Brewery. <laughs> I was hoping you had this in your news. Which allows for customers to vote on the next beer to be brewed, recently released an apology after announcing their next beer would be called Date Grape. Yeah, I the, saw that headline. Oh my god! Right, uh, the beer made with dates and grapes was the brainchild of homebrewer Jeremy Bergener, who Homer. submitted the idea and name into the company's contest. Homer, of course, Mobcraft co-founder Andrew. Gearsnack admitted that the workers at the brewery don't always look at the recipe names before putting them up for a vote on the site. Gearsnack says he normally sorts through the recipes to see what has been submitted and then begins building the beer. Quote, there was no stopgap in place, he told the journal Sentinel. Everybody slammed doing work and work on stuff. Everybody is slammed doing work on stuff and didn't notice. <laughs> that wait, that you was, didn't notice it. Where? Was that That's a, a direct quote. Everybody <laughs> slammed doing work on stuff. I would think you could sit down and write an eloquent response to this mistake. Oh, that wasn't the response, but that oh. was just a quote. About the, th- the thing, but he did issue some sort of apology. I'll read a little bit of that. <laughs> Sorry that everybody slammed working on shit and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so there was no point you could change the name. That is a very brewing network response. I mean, it was, just I'll tell so you it was that. a train out of control. They flight. just didn't know. Oh, date great. Perfect. Let's do Gone. it. Let's Run the, roll the presses. Right, right. Um, Quote, you shouldn't need a formal process to realize a name is offensive. This is a quote by Robin Klinge. The founder of Madison's Craft Beer Week, and also a a, a group. Uh, now listen for the acronym here: Females Enjoying Microbrews. Okay. Fem. Fem. Yeah, they protested. Uh, what's it called? Uh, mob craft. Date, date grape. Date grape. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Fem. That's hilarious. Uh, on Tuesday, Schwartz made the decision uh, to pull the recipe out of this month's contest and issue a public apology via Facebook and Twitter. Quote, our monthly votes let people submit ideas for the beers. We did not have a process for screening the names before the vote round started. I feel horrible that this oversight happened. Oh. The beer name has been changed. I think it's now Dates and Grapes. 
And we now have a process where our team vets names before they ever appear publicly. We would never promote rape culture as it is a very serious issue, never to be joked about. Again, my deepest apologies for this. Mm-hmm. The mom. <laughs> right. I, so, I, okay, I, that happened. I have to wonder about... So there, There's some logistical timing issues here that, that uh, concern me. Okay. What is they? What is they is? <laughs> they is... I guess I could understand the submittal of a beer name kind of flying under the radar before it's made public. Mm -hmm. All right. But from what period of time that the beer was submitted, I guess, and or made public. Made public, really. Mm -hmm. And the acknowledgement that it needed to be pulled down. How long was the period of time? Right. In other words, the did, the brewery, right away. did the brewery... Yeah, if they came I- I- immediately... Which they would. Oh, shit. Then my question, is? I guess, is moot. But was there a period of time that goes by and... It, in other words, if nobody ever complained... Mm-hmm. Does a tree fall in the woods? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. See my confusing question? I see what you're, I see what you're saying. So I, I think how it works is that... People submit recipes and ideas for beers, and they get whittled down to five, let's say. And then those get put out to the public to be voted upon. So I don't know if, if it had that so name actually during voting or not. So they actually did get vetted. Before they made the beer. and, and, and Before yeah, they made the beer. Voting. What they're doing is voting on the, beer, on the beers. Oh, oh yeah. But right. somebody had to type the name date grape yes. in, in order for it to be voted upon. Yeah, the when he put his entry in. I this assume. is what yeah. I'm getting at. And... By the way, I, just in the case the brewery's listening or anybody else, I'm not accusing you of of uh, encouraging this behavior. Right. I just I'm I feel like there's some holes in the story <laughs> about whether or not this would have been removed if it wasn't complained about, and whether or not right. it was it wasn't it, it was unknown. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I shouldn't be a, even asking. Maybe even asking the question is accusatory. Mm-hmm. But I just I always wonder about these things where everybody gets up and uh, all up in arms, and then there's an enormous apology. Would there ever have been an apology if nobody got up in arms, and then it just would have been a little giggle of a of a name that somebody thought was funny? Yeah, I I, I don't think there would have been a public <laughs> apology for it because I think on that customer service facing side you'd be like, oh well, nobody know nobody knew about it. Let's just change it just in case. That's not what I'm asking. Right. Would it have no. ever been changed? Is what I'm asking. Oh, uh, good, and, man, good question. I don't know, uh, and I don't know either. Uh, I guess they did the right Hard thing to say. and to say and to instantly shoot down the. Um, yeah, we'll assume that culture of rape. Yeah, and 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 remove the whole thing. But yeah, uh, right, and then also just to put it back on the brewer, the home brewer who who made the name. What's his deal? <laughs> like, is he trying to Wait a minute, fuck all with, like, get somebody in trouble? And, people, and you know? yeah, I guess you're right. And did he never think I like I'm gonna? I don't know, man. I wonder how far in the backwoods he lives. <laughs> like that's just. I mean, you might as well have called it like. Uh, 
uh, a, a, a beer celebrating the Civil War and, and, and call it the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's how like far removed you are politically if you're calling it date grape. Yeah, like you're just kind of an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got uh, a lot of them in this country. This just in: uh, Donald Trump was actually the home brewer who submitted oh. that uh, name and <laughs> date grope recipe. <laughs> that's much more focused. <laughs> that and that one would have gotten through. Let's, yeah, right. let's be honest. Uh, Maybe with dates and gropes. Apparently that's acceptable. Okay. Another one? Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, it seems like beer sales in Colorado are going up in smoke. <laughs> uh, bad headline aside, folks. Uh, the legal marijuana trade does seem to be having a negative effect on the rising craft beer sales numbers we are used to in Colorado. So far this year, sales have dropped 2% in Colorado, um, and along with other states that have legal weed like Washington and Oregon. Yeah, uh, And marijuana sales have obviously risen in these states. An interesting data point that so-called mega beer sales are actually down 4.4% in those same states, which lead researchers to believe that much of big beer buyers are really just looking for some kind of buzz regardless of where it's from. So it's kind of worse news for, for mega brewers, but yeah. uh, it might be a little disconcerting for, for craft beer folks in Colorado, it, Washington, Oregon. It could in the long run, I guess. I was I read that story and was happy to hear that it's affecting uh, mega brewers more than, than craft brewers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, now that it's legal here in California, you know, I don't want people going, like, is there going to be a pot bar next door instead, mm-hmm. and, you know, people go over there. Um, but the the article also um, kind of pointed out that the weed instead of beer trend tends to be lower income uh, individuals. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are the ones uh, buying some of that macro brew and and. Before anybody gets all up up in arms, I, I'm not saying that's everybody who buys macro brew is lower in income. Right. I'm just talking about what the article cited, and it cited that the people that would that many of the people that would switch to weed now that it's uh, legal it, are uh, of lower income. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper to get high. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, well, and, and it's better on your liver. And yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> cheaper in the long run the yeah, right. too. Yeah. Well, I was sure that the people that buy beer in the in the grocery aisle. Versus the people that would buy their beer at a at a, at a bottle shop. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, there's a whole bunch of people entering the weed smoking side of the world. Yeah, because now it's legal; they can actually go buy it in Colorado. Right. These are your these are your 45 year old people with like you know kids in high school. Yeah. And, you know, not since they don't have to go and buy from the high school kid up the street <laughs> or their own kids stealing from them, they can just go and buy it and have a good you know they, it's new to them in a way. Yeah. 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 So and they're drinking. So I could see, yeah, they're drinking a lot less beer. They're like you know stunned out of their minds. Well, if the trend <laughs> continues, I guess Tasty, you're going to have to help me open the well, the pot network. Well, I don't know what in, in Colorado. Uh, I think they're trying to get legislation passed, and I thought it was going to pass where there would be a way to smoke in in bars, really, like in a room or like at the airport kind of thing or something. Oh wow! I'd be surprised if you couldn't sell weed at a bar. You know, like gut the studio and yeah. turn this into like a little bar, like a pot selling bar. Done. God yeah. bless America. Yeah, I think it'd be great. And Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, put in a coffee uh, station and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I think a, a coffee, a coffee would coffee be cool. Like do coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be great. Coffee in the morning, weed for lunch. Yeah, that's what I did when I was a start. That's not true. <laughs> I did weed for breakfast and lunch. Dinner. And then maybe some coffee. <laughs> maybe I had coffee just so that I could have weed More for dessert. Weed. <laughs> yeah. 
God damn it, I was the biggest. I've, n- I've never met a stoner who <laughs> was more self. of a stoner than I was. Really? You believe that? And now I can't mm. even touch stuff. I get all And you're friends with But Maddie. I have never, of all, I know, of all the <laughs> yeah. stoners, and I've met some stoners, none of you ever smoked more weed than I did, <laughs> man. And in the worst even place. Chad? Oh, Ch- even Chad. Ah, and, really? and boy, was, okay, Chad's the only one who's ever come close. Okay. I'll give okay. you that. You're right. Actually, same league. Yeah, okay. okay we're still better. You're right. Chad, I, I, I can't, he, that's close right there. But, uh, man, now. When you saw Chad, uh, my old self. Look at him smoking before breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he'd come out. He's like, yeah. on the couch. I was like, oh. Want to rip? Yeah. I remember when I was 22. <laughs> uh, I, I, I bet you Chad, Chad's all. Uh, What's Chad up to these days? Well, he's working at a brewery. He's a brewer okay. at a, a brew pub in uh in Houston near Dallas, or near Dallas? Yeah. okay. Um, and God, I, his kids like all grown up now. Jesus, I think he's away at college or something. Wow. No, what is she? She's like preschool, pre preschool. Like she's three year old. Yeah, she's like running around mm. like a human being. I saw yeah, pictures. Walking, talking. Yeah, <laughs> she has balance and shit. Yeah, it always <laughs> freaks me out when that happens. And uh, I think he's doing great out there in yeah. Texas. Um, yeah. I haven't. T- I got to give him a call. Actually, I yeah. missed. I missed Chad. Let's call him right now. When, when's the last time you saw Chad Tasty? Oh man, it's been a long, long time. I you know touch base with him <laughs> on, on text messaging and stuff. Hey, Bevo, call Chad. Yeah, call him right now. Yeah. Do you have his number? Yeah. Uh, te- can you text Bebo? It's 704-299. I don't know. Whatever. Call Chad on the on the thing and... Get him on the line. Get an update. I think it's called a telephone. <laughs> a tephalome. Let's find out what Chad is Why not? Let's see. He's going to use what mannerism. What's he always doing? He's got a certain thing he always what do you says mean? when he's talking. He'll like... Uh, I think like... I don't know, yeah. Like if he can't talk, you mean? Well, yeah, how he ends up, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about, like something like that. He'll say, yeah. I don't know what uh, He won't, he, it's got to be an unknown number, so he won't, you might have to call from your phone first. I'll, I'll send him a text. Yeah, tell him what's up. Tell him to call. That'd be much easier. There you everybody. go. Text him to call oh. and we shall tell him. Good job, JP. Way to think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's a good, he's a keeper. Every yeah. once in a while, I try. Good. All right. Okay. So we got the last one here. Story. Okay. Beer made with moon dust is a thing. We all know that. No. As is beer made from yeast shot into air quote space. Because it wasn't really actually space. Okay. Beer made with vaginal bacteria. Love it. And hazy IPA. That's a thing, too. Now there's a new gimmick on the market. Beer that glows in the dark. Oh. Yeah. Sounds healthy. And you, too, can turn your wounded homebrew soldiers into nightlights, thanks to former NASA biologist Josea Zayner, hmm. who has launched a kit that lets homebrewers like you and me make beers that glow. The Odin, Zayner's new company, focuses on specialty kits for the homebrewer so you can do gene-based experiments in oh your downtime. God. Wow. Zayner hopes that, quote, the ability to produce something cool and tangible will get more people interested in not just learning about, but actually doing genetic engineering. (laughs) Doing it? Yeah. At home. Hey, what are you doing this Saturday? (laughs) A little genetic engineering. Might throw on something on the barbecue. Don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Depends I was on gonna, how this experiment works. I was going to clean the gutters, but I just got this new fetus kit. <laughs> and I thought I, 
Thought I'd figure out how to, if I could grow a goat. Yeah, we're, we'll, go, we're, we'll see. Half of it will glow in the dark, and the other half will look like my wife. It'll be weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was talk about uh, headed over to Bed Bath & Beyond or <laughs> potentially raising a two-headed pig. Yeah. Well, you know, Sally's been asking for a little brother, so we're going to try to do... Oh, yeah, you're going to get laid? No, 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 no. Fire up the fucking centrifuge, girl. Test tube, baby. <laughs> Baby, literally. <laughs> uh, you can you can buy a kit now to turn any beer yeast into a glowing machine for two hundred dollars. That's the kit. Or you can buy a couple of pre-made strains for sixty-eight bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. While you're at it, why not grab the DIY bacterial engineering CRISPR kit for one hundred and fifty dollars? I don't know why not. Or the genetic engineering home lab for eight ninety-five. <laughs> I need the genetic engineering home lab because I need a little brother. <laughs> right. Yes. That is about two inches tall. And with, but, but with strength of an ant. Yeah. Like can lift ten times his own weight. That is what I'm going to genetically and survive engineer. On dust. Yes. A lot of earning power. Yeah. Live in my pocket. Oh, God. Yeah, Why I thought not? that was amazing. It's uh, apparently made from the jellyfish, like the bioluminescence. And jellyfish. I know. Yeah. And you go on the Oda and there's like photos and it's this, like there's a, the yeast cake at the bottom and it's fucking bright green. It's trippy as hell, man. That is trippy. Yeah. I wouldn't drink it, but it's apparently safe. How much does it cost? Well, like I said, so there, you can get strains for 68 bucks. I think they only have two strains now. Or you can buy the kit to turn any of your strains. So that's 200 bucks. So if you have a strain that, like Cal Ale or whatever, if you really want to use that, you can spend 200 bucks yeah. and, and, and do that. Or you can get their pre-made beer strains. I think they have two. Like a, I think they have a French Saison, actually. I feel like this company should team up with Ship a Dick so that you could ship an actual dick. <laughs> So like can, a real live grown yeah, in a petri dish grow it dick. In the, Whoa. <laughs> you can actually, I think that'd be great. Am I too am I is this too far advanced? <laughs> I think for, that'd be great. Are we no, not I ready for this? Drugs. It's too much. It's too much. Uh, I'm about to shroom and talk about that. Uh, here, you can get a uh, Saison yeast or a mead yeast. Make myself laugh. That are all that are already pre made. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell me either, dude. That's um, uh, strange. Let's I, see. I don't know. I mean, Stop God bless this person. Yeah. So it's said I can make my beer luminescent? Is that the you, Yeah. Yes. You can buy a strain of E. coli I see, I see some for 10 bucks. bucks. From this person? Yes. What the... F- now, that's that can't be legal. I can kill people? Oh, it's awesome. just E. coli. I mean, why not? It's, what it's, does that mean, just E. coli? You can get a strain of E. coli uh, BL21DE3 for 10 bucks. Uh, someone website, rated it five stars. Killyourfriends.com? <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, fundalqaeda.org. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. America's, Americans are stupid. <laughs> How to host Christmas dinner with your Trump supporting family. Why on earth would you need a strain of E. coli? Exactly. Kill them all. Oh, it said for like bioplasm. Mids or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm I don't too know what stupid that means. At, oh, for, Get uh, Chris White on the line. Re- Redundant engineers. For recombineering. What's oh. recombineering mean? Of course. Well, yeah, you know, it's when, when two... <laughs> it's when it's something has been commoneered, but then it love each other. being commoneered, and then you have to recombineer it, right? It's, uh, here, it's, when mommy, it's when mommy and daddy go to bed at night. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's, oh, the HME63 E. coli is defective for DNA mismatch repair, which makes it ideal for genome engineering. Oh, God. 
Biosafety don't, don't level people, one. Don't people just model train anymore? Tasty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seems so simple. Yeah. Wait, it's right. ten bucks. It's non-lethal, Tasty. It's a ba- biosafety level one. So don't worry about it. Oh well, that's all right. Seems okay. Or you can make your own bioluminescent E. coli, and then you can plate it out. Uh, and these fun like designs, you can make a little bioluminescent Christmas tree on an oh, agar plate, and you can do all sorts of fun of E. coli genetic, genetically oh. engineered marvels. Wow. Okay, wash your hands. Yeah. Uh, is that on Amazon? Oh, it contains the Lux Aperion in the PJE202 plasmid. So that I, sh- I should have read that first. Now I get it. All right, fair enough. Is that it for the news? That's it for the news. All right, well, I'll tell you what. The news was actually brought to you today by our old friends at Grog Tag. Yes. Hey, mm-hmm. the only thing worse than giving out bad beer for the holidays is having those bottles be as naked as drunk Uncle Frank gets after too much eggnog. With Grog Tag, you never have to worry about bottle nudity at the table because they have you covered. Fully customizable, reusable labels ready to peel and stick on just about any surface. And they don't stop there. Grog Tag also offers an assortment of products you can customize for your home bar. With custom coasters, metal signs, and tap handles, Grog Tag will make sure your entire family wants to try your beer this year. The easiest wrapping you'll do this holiday season is with a set of Grog Tags. Use code DEC16, December 16, DEC16, and take 10% off your next order at grogtag.com. All right. I think we got to take another... Let's do it. Another breaky poo? Yeah. I like breaky poos. I was going to do that. But who was it that... Was it Sully? Someone was just mentioning me complaining about people not sponsoring. Hmm. Okay. Well, a brewery has now actually... It's a brand new sponsor of ours. Signed up just to shut me up about about <laughs> so breweries. Say no one ever has. About no, somebody bre- has. Yeah, that I say that. Oh, like that. That uh, people open breweries and say, you know, they thank the BN, they attribute it to us, and then never sponsor. Like, by the way, Tacy, how drastic was it in uh, Norway with all the brewers? Were like, oh my god, we we learned everything from you, and I was like, oh, oh god, yeah. I don't see you on my logbook for uh, sponsorship. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was like thirty breweries. <laughs> One guy, and I remember his name because I wanted to thank him. He's like a, a big, like a donor. He's in the army. Just he says he oh, donates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because what he learned. Yeah, there's a lot of guys like that. He's an expat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we met a lot of Americans over there. Well, check this out: That's Reinvention cool. Brewing. Uh, they say that Justin's always complaining about new breweries opening because of the BN and then not becoming sponsors. So here's a new brewery that's throwing some money at the BN to shut him up. There you go. Reinvention Brewing Company in the Finger Lakes region of New York State. Uh, the founder uh, has been active and has supported the BN for a long time, since 2007, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's a long time. I don't think I was even on here. Uh, the, I don't. Yeah, you might not have come on until maybe late uh, 7 or 8. Oh, wow. Um, the brewery's planning on a spring opening, and so right now they're actually running an Indiegogo campaign to help raise money for their tasting room. And they got some really cool items on the site, uh, like ultra-soft T-shirts, hoodies, upcycled bike chain bottle openers, and more. Uh, and you can even buy your own padded bar stool from recycled, uh, recycled barrel staves. Padded, Tasty, you hear that? A padded, padded bar steel. Um, they're so company. Even Tasty's ass would be happy. They say. Ah, yep. yeah. uh, and your name Doesn't gets en- much. and your name also gets engraved. Uh, so you get to sit on your own stool while you stop for a few beers. And you don't even have to be eighty years old to do it. 
<laughs> the Indiegogo campaign runs through January 17th, so you can go check it out. Search Reinvention Brewing Company on Indiegogo.com and help out a longtime BN Army member get his business off the ground. And by the way, guys, I think this last sentence is kind of the the important part. Um, you know, a lot of you are uh, longtime BN Army members. You um, are are a tight-knit community, and I think that that tight-knit ebbs and flows over the years. I think right now we're in a flow, whichever one is, like, not as tight. (laughs) Would that be an ebb or a flow? Ebb is reduction. Thank you. So now we're in an ebb. I think the BN has grown so vastly that we feel disconnected from each other. But we're still a tight group, and we should support each other. And here we have a longtime uh, BN listener since 2007 going for his dream to open Reinvention Brewing Company. And all you have to do as a BN Army member is go over to Indiegogo.com, search Reinvention Brewing Company, and, I don't know, sign up for one of the levels and help a brother out. Do it, man. Yeah. I I mean, I I think you can also just do it. Donate money if you, you know if you don't know what you want or there whatever. But everyone, we, look, we all have a bunch of beer shirts. We can always use another beer shirt. Sign up for the beer shirt level. Support the dude. If every BN Army member that wanted to open a brewery, because not everybody does, yeah, um, came on here and we all supported them, they would all they'd all make it. We'd have a lot of kick-ass breweries. They would have a lot of kick-ass breweries. Yeah. So um, anyway, I'm just kind of saying. I was just thinking about that. That like yeah. we are a tight knit group, and I think sometimes these. Indiegogo campaigns come across and people go, well, that brewery's not in my neighborhood or whatever. But so what? It's a BN Army member. Right. All right. So give it a shot. Go over there and search Reinvention Brewery. Well, and guy's super active in the forum, too. I don't, should I say his name? Is that I weird? I don't know. Does he care? No. I don't think so. Maybe. No. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Well, I'll wait. It's not in... <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll wait. But he's super active in the forum. He's Call like John. one of those dudes... Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's not only a listener, but he supports the community. He's active in the community, in the, in the Brewing Network Forum community, which is, like, even right. deeper weirdo. Yeah, I like that. So, well, have a, You should email. I'll send him some stickers, too. Oh, there you go. Give to people. I've just, I'm slowly realizing the different people I want sitting in the studio at all the time that would make me happier about doing the show. I wish that our lawyer, John, could just be sitting here. <laughs> oh my God, right? Just, that be I just want him sitting in the corner getting drunk every show and telling me when we fucked up or said the oh. wrong thing or not allowed to use a person's name. I, I just would find yeah. it fun. You could be on moral compass. I wouldn't listen yeah. to his advice, but I want to hear it because I think it would be fun. You, you <laughs> at least want to know what's behind <laughs> the door before you open it. Yeah, right. that's all. Yeah, I get you. And I then the you. same, like I told you, I already want like the feminist or you know, whatever, a, a politically correct person to sit and just tell us every time. Yeah. Um, if we had, I, it's just a couple of things would make me happy, Bevo. Can you work on that for me? <laughs> I'm right on top of that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, announce it at church next time. There's got to be a few in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Why don't we do this? Uh, we'll take a, a quick break. When we come back, we're going to uh, do a seasonal beer tasting where you get to hear the brewcaster's opinion on some of the <laughs> lucky you some Whoa. of the hottest beers we think are on the market. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the brewcasters, the brewcasters. on the Brewing Network.
With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. you got to try it on tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers! Boom! Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four-pack tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including White Labs, Y-Yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Hey guys, what'll it be? I'm not sure. What do you recommend? A lot of people seem to like the Hefeweizen. Is that a German Hefeweizen or more of an American-style wheat beer? I'm not sure, but I can give you a taste. Okay, great. Great. The Cicerone Certification Program certifies and educates beer professionals in order to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Unfortunately, not every bar is staffed with certified beer servers who can guide their customers through a beer list. Here you go, guys. Let me know what you think of the Hefeweizen. Oh, yeah. 
That's definitely more of an American meat. But I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft lines. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone Certification Program. We know beer. Hey, what's up? This is Blake from Creature Comforts. You're listening to The Session on The Brewing Network. Yep. Welcome back to the show. we got a couple things left to do. Thank you. Including remind you about Nico Brew. How could you ever forget about Nico Brew anyway? He right? won't let you. No. <laughs> and thank God that he won't. He's good to us. Nico Brew has the hops you're looking for from your standard recipe staples to those hard to find ones. And after seven years, they're still offering their famous $5 shipping. And with super fast turnaround. They work hard over there. Uh, you'll be brewing in no time. All their hops are nitrogen flushed and vacuum sealed in Mylar packaging to make sure you get the freshest hops available. They even have commercial accounts available to pro brewers and homebrew shops. And coming soon, a line of pro brewing equipment, custom-built fermenters, brew houses, you name it, Nico Brew's going to have it. Check out the Nico Brew swag, like onesies, teas for toddlers, and even something for you grown-ups out there. Head over to NicoBrew.com today for all your hop needs. All right, we're going to do some tasting. I like tasting. I'm gonna taste. We've got um, the world famous Kevin Cuddles Callahan in studio with us, the general manager here at the Hop Grenade. Hey, Cuddles. Yep, you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> you're welcome. Not high. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kev taking a break from a busy Friday night at the yeah, Hop Grenade. Yeah, who's running the show out there? My God. Should they won't fall apart or something? Oh, by now the inmates run this place. Oh, I see. That's true. It works. It's true. It seems to be working, though. Yeah, it seems to be great. Great staff. <laughs> yeah, so we don't care. No, we got a great staff. You do? Really? <laughs> we have a killer no, staff, right, Tasty? You do. No, I, I, hey, I know staff. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good. good people. They even like each other. A lot of stuff, I'll tell you what right now. A lot of times when you, go, when you go to... Okay. <laughs> yeah, there might be. You need an employee. I just consider I give it to you right now. <laughs> yeah, give me the run. Who doesn't, no, no, no. Who doesn't like who, Tasty? No, no, no. Yeah, a lot of times when you go <laughs> no. to places, there's uh, the, even though they're like good to you, they go in the back and it's like fucking arm wrestling <laughs> and fighting. and. Uh, oh, my God. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, here they like go out and do things no, together. they do. No. Yeah. See them out all the time. Let's leave it, th- let's leave it there. Whatever. Where's JP? JP walks in here, does the show, and leaves. He's yeah, never true. Fucking, unless are you banging one of my employees? JP? All of them. You're actually. banging all of my employees. Yeah. Uh, good on you. Thank you. Know those guys we got out. some lookers out there. Eric, for example. Uh, yeah, he's trimmed down a little bit. Stopped eating so many fucking burritos. Lost a little weight. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the beard. Not that too. Um, I That's don't think you're allowed to weight shame him. Is that what it's called? Fat shaming. Thank you. Yeah. See, I'm nicer about it. <laughs> Don't weight shame me. Yeah. Give me muscles. Not necessarily fat. Yeah. Uh, you're too. You work out too, too much. Yeah. I didn't call him a cellulite queen or anything. I just <laughs> simply mentioned he lost some weight. You're right. You're He's right. all right. Okay. Uh, God, he really my didn't. staff does listen to this show, which I they hate, do. by That's the way. Right. Yeah, like Kevin comes in uh, the other day and like goes... They listen more than most people in the beer. I know. It bothers me, actually. I wish they didn't. There should be a rule. Kev comes in the other day and goes, so Aaron's listening to the part in the show about 
your sharding problem. <laughs> I was like, great. That wasn't for my staff. That was for my listeners. Not you know. I had to be walking around here, and then wondering what's in my pants. <laughs> you know, oh, there goes Stinky. <laughs> At it again. It's a bit silly. <laughs> I know that's they don't not, yeah. They're new listeners. It's just a bit. I've never sharded. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Bevo. What do we have here? Um, so on the on? left is uh, the Libertine. Okay. On everybody's right is Prairie. All right. So here's what we're doing. Uh, we're going to taste so? some. Uh, we what I thought we'd do is taste some seasonal slash holiday beers, and I'll, I'll give you a quick reason why. You know, in the past, I think as a group here at the Brewing Network, we've really um, we've been kind of down on on holiday type beers. Mostly because we're not big fans of spice and things like that. So a lot of times when we've done tastings in the past, we've focused on those types of beers and uh, ended up, I don't know, telling you that we shouldn't have seasonal beers. And I thought, yeah, that's kind of where we landed. Yeah, that's kind of where we landed on that, where it's like, well, I don't understand why just fuck it up. You know, you don't need to have seasonal beers. It's fine. Yeah, Yeah. I, I just think as a... On the whole, over the years, that's the message we've delivered. Now, I'm going to admit... No, we're, t- we're, we're talking about holiday season. Yes, right? not seasonal. Not we're just talking about holiday fine, season. Right. And by the way, I don't know that we're going to change that trend tonight. Because for one, I picked all the beers. Two, I've advised staff here that they don't have to pad their opinions. Not that we generally do anyway, but um, you know, there's no sponsored beers here or anything like that. So we may end up still delivering the same message. But um, I thought we would try some different some of these local not like the big brand or big name um seasonal spice beers that we normally um and encounter yeah like the 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 four pumpkin yeah right yeah all that kind of stuff all right so i'll shut up and we'll just do some tasting but i just want our listeners to know that the reason we're doing this random tasting is i thought we should revisit holiday beers yeah so the first one is from a california brewery uh called libertine they've been on the show before um, and in fact, if you ever in, in the Central Coast, you should go there and and ask for the brewer uh, because guys a riot. Man, I, I love this guy, uh, Tyler. Tyler's his name, and he's so much fun. Um, I see him at events all the time. So go have a beer with him is what you should do. So his uh, seasonal beer that just came out for the holidays is called Libertine Stocking Stuffer, and I know you guys have tasted it already, so. I won't worry about swaying your your palate. I'm just going to read the description from the brewery so our listeners can know what we're tasting here. But it's a 7% stout. Does that make it an imperial stout at 7%? JP, you're the judge here. I don't think so. I think it's like right on the cusp. Um, All right. They describe it as a big, dark holiday stout aged in varying spirit spirit barrels uh, for a year. Okay, so uh, they say we should get hints of chocolate, molasses, vanilla, and oak, um, which lead way to a spiciness from the whiskey and fernet barrels that uh, it was oh, aged geez, in. Jeez, fernet barrels. Did you taste that in the beer yet before no, I not said fernet? Okay, no. that's cool. Um, the stout uh, has a, they said, has a, a big mouth feel, uh, but not cloying uh, because of their house mixed wild culture. It's a wild yeast culture. Um, and then. Um, yeah, they say it's different than anything they've ever made. So I'm going to give it a try now, too. Oh, it's, I think it smells great. It has both like, um, well, it has like a chocolate stout 
aroma, and I can smell the sourness right away, too. I can smell, like, some pediococcus yeah. uh, notes. It's a sour aroma and, yeah, and chocolate. I, don't I, get, I, I haven't tasted it yet. I don't get the hints of molasses or anything like that, but... I got a little root beer. I mean, uh, uh, Dr. Pepper, which oh. I think is from the Fernet. Oh, yeah, I can get that, right? Yeah. As soon as you say that, I get a little Dr. Pepper out of it. Uh, American Stout stops at 7%. Okay, so it's yeah. a stout. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I'm loving the, uh, the, the mild, like, pediococcus sour in the aroma. I get the same thing in the flavor. Uh, there's a lot of like toffee, uh, toffee coffee uh, flavor that's really good. That I've had with sour beer before that didn't go well, but actually in this case, I think it kind of works. So you've all tasted this beer, yeah? This Jesus is... Christ, guys! <laughs> uh, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. Like if you would have told me this was a stout, I wouldn't have thought it was a stout. I think what all, would you think? a lot of those ro- just like a well, you know, like the rare barrel. They do like a you know dark like a dark sour. wort or whatever. Yeah, dark sour. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't get stout characters out of this at all. Okay, and I think that might even be a detraction from. From people trying it, preventing people from trying it. a sour stout, sour beer and dark flavors don't really go well together. Usually, yeah, you know, we've tried them before and it kind of they're kind of weird. The the roasted grains don't really translate well in a sour beer. So right, I, I, I don't I don't know if I would call this a stout at all. Well, I mean, even though it is, but you know what I mean, just marketing purposes because I'm a, a marketing machine. <laughs> well, I guess I wonder if just the uh, maybe they went low on the roast in their stout recipe in general, and then, which they should for, to counter the the sourness because you know, like I said, they don't go well together. But but then a year in whiskey and fernet barrels. Now I get in the right. aftertaste. I get I start to get big on the barrel, especially the uh, whiskey type flavor. Yeah, and I don't mean uh, alcohol. I mean that vanilla wood, and oak. Wood, so. Yeah, I guess so. And yeah, it's mm. more of the, just that. Yeah, that like that. I would think that the Fernet barrel would crush the hell out of any whiskey barrel that it would be in. Mm. I mean, whiskey is a relatively lighter spirit. You know, maybe bourbon. You know, that could probably come through a little bit. But I think I get a lot of the licorice, which I'm attributing to the Fernet. Okay. I mean, I wonder oh, if... The, you get licorice, too. Yeah, like, bla- yeah, like black licorice, right? Or like anise or something. Yeah. And I think that, I don't know, maybe the whiskey barrel wasn't necessarily needed. I don't know if it's adding anything. Because it's being crushed by the fernet and the sour beer, but, mm. I, you know, I, I don't know. I would like to try them at different... Whenever I drink beers like this, I want to try them at the different stages. Mm-hmm. I want to be there at the blending just because I want to just check it out. I want to see what this tasted like up front. Then out of the whiskey barrel, then out of the fernet barrel, then maybe blended together. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't know how they did it, but just to see. Well, I would bring this beer to a holiday uh, party or dinner, and I think I would actually serve it to the person who likes whiskey or bourbon or more mm-hmm. of, more of, um, of a liquor drinker than I, w- than I would give it to a beer drinker. Because okay. to me, I think those are some of the notes that are standing out. And just like you're, you're saying, uh, the stout has gone away a little bit. I don't think the sourness matches, of course, with like a, a, a bourbon drinker. But I actually think it's really nice in this beer. I also think it's very cold. So I'm, I'm going to let this sit and warm up a bit because I think it's way too, it's a too cold for, I think, this yeah. beer with this many layers. Okay. And uh, to me, it's not stouty enough to even be called a... Uh, a stout. 
To me, it's more like a, like right. a dark lambic or something. Yeah. Know. Okay. Brown, like a. Yeah, I don't get a lot of the. Blue Vice or something. Like a whole different style. Yeah. I mean, Sour Schwartz beer. Yes, not a stout at all. And, uh, so, so Tasty, what do you do then when you. Okay, so you're a brewer. Mm-hmm. And my guess is that they actually brewed a stout. Right, and then they put it into these different barrels, and they added the sour yeast. So my question for you is, when you're trying to describe a beer like this, what? And you started with a stout, so they say, right? Just I'll, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but they go a big dark ho- holiday stout aged in spirit barrels, and then they go on to describe the wild yeast. So what would you say instead? Even though knowing you started out with a stout, call it what it is at the end is what I would say. Yeah, okay. Even you're the brewer, right? You said you said. This is going to be a really interesting. It's going to be a stout and a sour beer at the same time. Turns out it's not. It's actually this. The process has removed the stout. The stout character. Yeah. By recipe, it's a stout, but by flavor, it's like a porter or something like that. That's lowly hot porter. Kind of like how would you enter this into a competition? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd want to put any. Well, obviously, that'd be an American wild ale or something like that. Right. Yeah. This is a, a blend. He said. Okay. Yeah. That's anyway, it'd be confusing to the consumer. Uh, whether I take it to a party, I don't know. Depends on the crowd. If it's like a bunch of real beer geeks, they could, yeah, they'd be down for something. Like yeah, but I, but I don't think that anything really separates it as a like a seasonal, like a holiday beer. Yeah, that's not, there's nothing spicy or warming about it. Yeah, it's pretty low ABV. So to me, if it was a warmer, like a little higher in alcohol, that you know kind of puts you into like a holiday spirit. I mean, I it, can see it in the name. It's a good point. In the name, yeah. does have a holiday name. That's true. Got I mean, the, the name going. The the Fernet. That's marketing. The Fernet thing is Tyler. coming through a lot more. And maybe that's where they go. Oh well, this will be a holiday thing, and, and it's a cool. It's cool. It's a cool experiment. But I think, like you were saying, Tasty, you, you know, this is just kind of like a beer to bring around beer nerds. Okay. Yeah, it'd be more for that. Yeah, but to the hey. point, it's not a. It's not a beer that I would poo-poo because it has it, because it's a it's a Christmas beer. Yeah, which is kind of the point of this whole thing, right? Like this is this is still a Christmas beer that doesn't need to be a holiday beer. It could just be an anytime beer. Well, and I guess so. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. kind of what I'm going for. And what I like is that some of these notes, the chocolate, the vanilla, the, the oak, um, these are these can very much be holiday like holiday meal flavors. I, I would mm-hmm. I would enjoy this beer with dessert uh, after a holiday meal. So I think that even not having the added spice that you might expect in a quote mm-hmm. Christmas beer, um, this is something I would bring to a holiday party to not have to bring the cliched um, you know, here's your nutmeg beer. Was that, yeah, that, that, I, be. that you that no. you expected me I'd to I'd want to bring something I would drink myself. No. That wouldn't yeah, would be yeah. bring in the And it wouldn't be yeah. Okay. All right, uh, so the next one, and why don't you guys make sure you taste it uh, while I give a little description. Um, it's the port brewing. I, I would go with no. the prairie. You I would the go prairie. with the uh, DuPont first. All right, you want to switch to DuPont? Okay. That's the golden one. We can do that. Okay. Uh, The DuPont avec Les Bons Vues, uh, which is, uh, they have. By the way, this is information off of their website, um, (laughs) as was the information in the last one, too, uh, from the Libertine. yeah, sometimes, uh, you know, when I go search the beers and I'm, I'm getting the info, you know, you can go to Rate Beer and you can go to Untapped, but I 
would encourage people to always start with the brewery themselves. And if it does yeah. come up in the Google search, by the way, it doesn't always come up. Like sometimes you will search a beer because you want to get accurate information, and nobody but the rating sites has the info. Right. But I'm just kind of throwing it out there. When you're writing about a beer, you're going to do your blog post, or you're going to do your <laughs> fucking, you know, even if you're going to do your rate beer post or your untapped post. Try to get the info from the website first. Yeah. So the, I did get it from this one, uh, which is a Dupont beer. Um, they, they've the style that they listed of this beer is a blonde top fermentation beer, and it's at nine and a half percent. So what's that? A Belgian Golden Strong taste? Yeah, okay. That <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Uh, their description um, that uh, the Bonvu is coppery blonde has very fine. Hop aromas and tastes bitter, fruity, and mild, which is interesting. That's true. Um, All those are true. Okay. Our selection of yeasts in combination with a uh, long during riping process um, on a dry hopping base. So they've also dry hopped the beer. Our, I think this was like Google translated on their website. Are creating a typical and complex aroma and taste. Uh, a real fermentation in the bottle. So. Um, they did bottle condition, bottle condition, and they say that will continue for a long time in your cellar and will result in a harmonious and well balanced beer, full of unexpected and complex aromas. That's their uh, description. Um, a long during ripening process, which yeah, what does that mean? I had that this morning. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't get out of the shower. Ripe culture. Um, that now we had to take it back. Oh gosh, this one seems really fresh. Maybe it's like. A- we just got it in. Yeah. This week, last week, something like that? It's kind of meaty. Oh, I like they, they it. Vomity. I don't like it. Vomity? Yeah, like meat, meat, meaty, vomity. I mean, it's probably the yeast in the in the thing, right? I love this beer. Yeah. Describe me like beef jerky. Like, what's meaty? No. Spam? Uh, meaty. Like, uh. Um, gamey? A gamey, no. No, I, and I never really understand how to accurately explain this, uh, this flavor, but. Blood? Uh, Metallic. No. Are you just saying words that you see? Yes. I see blood. Um, <laughs> like uh, like an overdone roast or something like that. Like, uh, how do you describe meaty? I don't know. It's a good, like vomity. Actually, kind of pukey. Well, I don't... So the, the, the reason I'm asking you to clarify is that I don't consider meat... As the same as puke. Well, it's meat e, right? It's like it's like mouse taint, right? It's not really like. Thank God, I'm not getting this taint. Yeah, really, you guys don't get any of that? No, no, I like it. All right, here, let me, well, let me look was, it up because I honestly, I, I've, I've been struggling with this for a while. I, the reason I asked about beef jerky is because I, I like I could have got on board with some sort of protein esque uh, flavor out of it, but not. I don't get the vomit part. Um, apparently, it's an autolysis thing. Oh. Well, that's interesting because Tasty's calling it fresh and brothy, and you're brothy. It seems really okay. fresh, and and you're getting maybe some autolysis characteristics. Cuddles, you like it too? I like this beer a lot. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I could see why it would be a hol- considered a holiday beer because it it is you know light, but it still has a lot of alcohol, a lot of body. Yes, there's, yeah, there's still some of that hop character to it, like a firm bitterness. Um, but I'm not a I'm not a big fan of it. I don't I don't like the flavors that the uh, long during ripening process has been has been producing. <laughs> Hasn't been well to it, he says. Well, it, so an interesting note about the beer: it was not uh, necessarily brewed as a holiday beer originally. Mm-hmm. It was originally brewed, in fact. Um, oh man, I I had it written down in 1942. 
uh, why did I? Well, I thought I had copied and pasted here, but uh, it was an appreciation for their best customers. So mm. DuPont originally brewed it, which basically was it, it was a thank you for buying our beer type of. How did you guys get it? And uh, well, th- this was the original. <laughs> oh, okay. So right. t- they've since broadened. It was <laughs> it was so widely popular. Right. Uh, that, uh, they wanted to thank them. So anyhow, it wasn't a seasonal thing, and they didn't. Uh, and again, this was maybe part of the point of me, you know, having these beers that mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't have to be spicy or, or whatever else to. No, right. Because it's, it's festive. I like it. And, I like it. It's really, this, this would be good beer for a party. I think so too. This is another one I would bring. Uh, I actually would bring this one for before dinner. As, yeah, as opposed yeah. to the last one I yeah. would serve after, yeah. and uh, or during at, at nine and a half percent tasty. You mentioned putting you in a festive mood when, when we were discussing <laughs> yeah. the last beer. Yeah. This is one that before dinner will certainly do that. Yeah, for sure. I think that's something to think about when you're choosing your holiday party beer. Right? Mm-hmm. Is not that you want to get everybody fucked up, but you, this is a rather expensive beer, so everyone gets a small taste. But at nine and a half percent on an empty not stomach, that expensive. You you're you're no? there, dude. Yeah, eleven bucks for a seven fifty mil. Yeah, that's not bad at all. And Le Bon Vu means best wishes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and happy holidays to you, Kevin. Translator Cuddles over here. <laughs> He's he is multifaceted. This one. <laughs> Why do they call him the general man? <laughs> yeah, he knows his shit. I generally yeah. know stuff. Yeah, he speaks two words of every language. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, bon vu is right. <laughs> are his French words. It's like this is right in my wheelhouse, guys. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, okay. So everyone would recommend. Except you didn't. Except JP, JP didn't like this one. Either. He would serve this to his I, pet. Two yeah, down for JP. I didn't like it, but I would. Uh, but I could see where it would fit into the category, into the thing that we're doing. Yeah. Talking about specialty beers for the holidays, I think this would work really well. Maybe with some uh, some pie and ice cream, something like that. Like I would go like more desserty things, um, just because of the the higher ABV, the, the larger sweetness. I think would match really well with something like that. I think that's actually a really, really good, good assessment. Thank you. Yeah, actually, that's actually really good, JV. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, what are we doing next, Port? Yeah, sure. Why not? Right. Okay. Uh, this is Christmas bomb. Okay. No, that's prairie. No, yeah, prairie. prairie. Prairie Christmas bomb. Prairie Christmas yep. bomb. Okay, we're getting to port eventually. Is this a coffee beer? I can smell the the the, the green onion, the, the um, bell pepper. All right. Well, I'll give you the description that I got from uh, Prairie. Uh, it is an imperial stout. Did you read the description yet? Because I no. won't tell you what it's spiced with. Okay, good. No. I'm not going to tell you what it's spiced with okay. yet. Um, it's a 13 percent beer. Christmas bomb will bring you great comfort and joy in this dark and roasty brew. Um, in it, you will find um, notes of coffee. Well, actually. I thought you weren't going to tell them. Yeah, I actually didn't know if they were talking about notes or additions. And I'm actually thinking this is a list of additions. So I'm going to wait on that, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird because. I'm not sure if they did add all all those things, but I think they did. Um, Anyhow, it will evoke a seasonal spirit of spice and cheer. So this is the beer. I I think it's the only one in our list that has uh, spices added to it as a uh, seasonal beer. Uh, We've got one more to try. Okay. Oh, boy, you can smell it. See what I mean? But do you guys get that that green bell pepper that you can no, that, that you can get with coffee, coffee beers? Yeah. I do coffee and stout. Like coffee beers and stouts, kind of throw that aroma. They, they can. I don't get it all the time. No, not but, all the time. 
I'll but tell yeah, you what, it, it does, it, the first note is is maybe some green bell pepper, but then it's more chili pepper to me, which I like better. Mm. I, th- I think that's a nicer twist on that pepper. I think there is a spice, like a, a, a peppery spice, as you, as you swirl it around a little bit, you flick it around on the tip of your tongue. It can it can get that like um, little, not jalapeno but like a like a chili pepper yeah yeah little prick, and I don't know if this is prick if of this the tongue or not yeah well JP just for fun okay. not putting you on the spot here no why you would you um, give me I don't know pick out a couple things uh, even if it's even if they're the flavors but a couple things you think might be in there I, I think it sounds like one of them you think there's some pepper in there. I think there's a pepper in there. Okay. I think uh, there's some vanilla beans in there. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, God, I have no idea. Darth Vader's in the room. Shh. Tasting. Molasses. I get molasses. You get molasses tasty. Bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's so I get complex. Molasses. Not a lot. I get molasses. Definitely too. vanilla, chili, coffee. Those are the things I get. I don't get molasses. Well, maybe. it could be from a malt, like a, like yeah. a, like a special bee, like a, you know, like a raisiny kind of. But like. I think it. Is, I think the finish is too dry for it just to be a malt edition. So maybe it is a sugar edition. Yeah, like dark, you see what I mean. Dark, like dark candy sugar. Yeah, like that middle. That middle palate is so like rich, and then it kind of fades away. And I don't know if you would necessarily. I don't know. Okay, it's a whole thing I got in my head. <clears throat> it would take a beer judge to explain it. <laughs> a certified one? Yes, a certified one. Right, a, re- a recognized beer yes, judge? not even certified. <laughs> um, I'm a pushover tonight. I really like this beer judge. This, this, is, this is the first one I've had that I really enjoy. You enjoy it? Okay. Yeah, I would bring this around. Hey, look at you. It's spice, too. Yeah. Go figure. Cuddles, we get this, <laughs> we get this beer every year here, right? Uh, we've got it last two years. I don't, I don't we've only think been they made it before. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> we've had three. Oh, yeah. This is our third holiday. Oh, now. you're right. It is our third oh, holiday. All right, so Cuddles has got you. you. <laughs> See, he pays attention. Yeah, somebody's got to. Right. It was a test, and you passed. This is driving a train. You like this beer? I do. Yeah, I, I like the original, too. This is yeah. regular bomb with the addition of one spice. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't bring this beer to the holiday party, but that's me. Uh, well, it, why not? So, I'm just because it's not a beer I want to drink and I can pour up. Oh, okay. I see. You know, okay. like if you're bringing beer you like, you can like, yeah, uh, no, and you guys can have some too, and you got like a pint, right? Uh, this one, yeah, I'd uh, like, oh, just give me a little bit. I have a little bit. If it's mm-hmm. a bottle share, I'd just say, just give me a little bit. Oh, I couldn't drink uh, 10 ounces of this. No, there's no uh, way. And they package it in a small bottle, too, which I think is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's made, made to be shared, obviously. I mean, that's a lot of. Well, yeah, but even in a small bottle, you don't want a lot of it. Yeah. And even if it's one that, you know, I know, I know you said, Tasty, I'll, I'll always bring a beer that I want to drink. I actually think when it comes to holiday parties and holiday dinners, that's not the best rule of thumb. Oh. And even if uh, I think that it's a respectable beer as a rule of thumb, okay? okay. So you don't, you're not going to bring shit, right? You, you don't want to be known for that. A yeah. beer like this, <laughs> right. even if it's not your thing, is going to be almost everybody no. else's thing. I get if, that if effect. Kinda, you know what I mean? Like if they, I wonder if I can kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. I like it. They're going to like and it. And they like too. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's also something to be said for for having a holiday gathering to introduce people to different flavors they may not necessarily have in their normal repertoire. Yeah. So even though you may not think, hey, this is a really awesome beer, 
uh, whatever, it's very, very interesting, and you can have a conversation. Like, Tara and I will sit down and just drink weird shit just to have the conversation. Oh, you guys still talk? We still talk, yeah. Wow. We still talk all the time, as a matter of fact. I'm trying to limit that a little bit. <laughs> to beer tastings. To beer tastings, <laughs> and maybe some wine, and that's about and it. And when we need toilet paper. Right. Um, but I think, I think some of these beers, especially the Prairie Bomb, is that what it's called? Yeah, Christmas bomb. Christmas, Christmas bomb. bomb. I think this would be a great thing to just you know fill in the awkward conversation at, yeah. at family gatherings. Like, hey, try this beer. What do you think about it? Yeah, I, it, it, everybody might totally dislike it, especially if they're not craft beer people. But it's something cool to talk about. All right, so you said family. Do you think really family? I mean, to me, I, I, I'm, I'm equating everything to like a bottle share when we, with most of these beers. I think general families aren't going to be drinking. No, I mean, but you, this would be nice, like after the meal, like as a small little aperitif. Dessert. Yeah, no, digestif. Oh, digestif. digestif. Fuck, he is cultured. Yeah, um, well, he's I mean, been to Clayton. <laughs> In my family, we have on both sides or all sides, or whatever. There, there are several craft beer drinkers, and I'll like, I'll make, I would make my brothers try this. They like IPAs and Coors Light. For the, oh, really? that it. Yeah, but like my nephews would dig on this. Uh, my cousin Jordan would dig on this for sure. He's a craft beer guy. So there are there are people. It, this is actually the perfect example. I would pass it around to the people I know that would like it, and then I would have other people try it. Like here, Auntie Tammy, yeah. try this, and she like, what is that? And then it's fun. I love Auntie Tammy, by the way. You would. She's very nice. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. I actually really like your your point, JP, about uh, that maybe it's a conversation starter, something to talk about. So, there. Did you read the description, Tasty? No, I did not. Okay, perfect. There is a flavor. There is an ingredient in this beer. Uh, is it new to this year? No, nope. Kevin. It's, no, it's, I, it's I, I don't it. believe so. Okay, so there is an ingredient in this beer that uh, it's actually. I think it's kind of prominent. Okay. Um, although, of course, I've read the description. <laughs> right. Um, and I wonder if, and you guys, neither of you have mentioned it yet. I wonder if you could just revisit it once more. Mm. And it's uh, one particular spice that uh, I, th- I think stands out. That if I was at a party, this would be the one, uh, especially the amateurs, the new drinkers, I, I would try to get them to focus in on. And I, I think like they'd feel good about themselves because they'd be able to pick it out. Cardamom? It's not that. I want to say allspice, but... Oh, I got cinnamon. <clears throat> cinnamon. And I was going to say you're getting closer with allspice. Okay. That, yeah. And it's yeah, cinnamon. Right. It's, huh. Yeah. I don't get it at all. Really? Yeah. Well, if you get allspice, you're, yeah. you're getting closer to cinnamon. Yeah, I, so okay, you yeah. don't say you don't get it at all. You're, you're getting it a little because even allspice, I, I, uh, unless I'm wrong, I think allspice is kind of close getting there anyway. And uh, I can't believe I got like the, I said, I I, I read it. Glass? So to me, it stands out like crazy. But maybe because I read it, but I don't think I'm way off base here. I I think there's a and and it's in their description too. Um, I wonder if the cinnamon would stand out more if there what Well, anyway, continue. We're going to talk about No, that. that's it. That, I, just I bet want, you if you tried it side by side with the, the regular bomb, yeah. it, it would scream cinnamon. What is the regular bomb? Yeah, I've it's, never it's had it before. It's got all the other stuff. I don't, I don't know if you've read it yet. Yeah, we haven't done the reveal it's yet. It's got so all the know. other stuff. <laughs> No, I, but, I'm, but without the cinnamon. Oh, okay. So the oh, other okay. stuff, and here's yeah. where you you guys did great. Um, Thank you, Daddy. Not that it was a test, but uh, right. coffee. Yeah. Ancho chilies. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Vanilla. Okay. Is it cacao? Yeah. Cacao nibs. Caca nibs. Caca nibs. Yeah. <laughs> Cocky duty nibs. I wish it was that. Caca nibs. And then, um, and then cinnamon. Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think the cinnamon and the chilies, it's, they're similar flavors as far as on your tongue. And so I think maybe they kind of mask it a little bit. But maybe Kev's right. I have no idea. I don't, I don't think I've ever had this sans uh, cinnamon. And definitely not often enough to, to be able to like sure, have yeah. that palate recall. Even though I could smell it, it's not that obvious. Now that I'm smelling it, I'm not confined anymore. It's I all just, gone. I just had a moment there where I covered my glass. And you just got and it. And I just, you know, so I just smelling really slow. Yeah. And I just, somehow I saw it. Maybe you just have cinnamon fingers. I don't know. Could be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon was the stripper he was with last night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's why she called it. <laughs> Good old cinnamon fingers. Well, it's kind of cool though that you can pick out all those flavors of that beer because that's a yeah. lot of shit in there. Yeah, well, he's a ton of shit, right? You can pull that out. That means, in my opinion, that it's done pretty well. He mm-hmm. is a registered BJCP <laughs> sex offender. Certified, bona fide I mean, uh, judge. <laughs> the real deal. So, it's true. Uh, it's true. I'm registered. Real deal. I'm going to start telling people that's my rank. Registered. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be, oh, it's really Doesn't great. That just, it just means you signed up to take the test. I don't even know what to mean. Like like no, yeah. it just, I'm trying to think of what, because oh, it's yeah. not a thing. No. So when they uh, ask, you just be like, yeah, well, I signed up to take the test. Yeah, I'm registered. registered. Yeah. That should be my, that'll be mine. Yeah, there you go. So all you got to do is sign up then. Yeah, and then you're registered. You're registered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do this, guys. Why don't you taste the next one, uh, which is the Port Brewing Santa's Little Helper. This one is listed as a 10% Imperial Stout. This beer is always great. While you're tasting it, uh, our friends over at Great Fermentations, you can go to greatfermentations.com. They've got the largest catalog of of Blickman products on the web, and their staff some of the best trained in the business in using Blickman products. They've got top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on many items, which, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners have written in and talked about how fast they are with their their shipping, too. You can check them out at Great Fermentations. And they're doing a special offer for Christmas. $1 shipping. $1 shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. Wow. Uh, the only thing excluded there is bulk grains. Uh, but if your order's over 50 bucks, which I think we all know is pretty easy to do when you're brewing a batch of beer, uh, $1 shipping. All you have to do is use uh, promo code BNARMY50. BNARMY50. Uh, the number 50. And... Um, yeah, $1 shipping. That's pretty sweet. That's awesome. Uh, use that, and then go like them over on Facebook. That's Great Fermentation, GR8 Fermentation, and Instagram, and Twitter, and go to greatfermentation.com. All right, last beer in our uh, in our list here. Now, this one lists a bunch of flavor notes and spices and things oh, like that, okay. but not as ingredients. So I, I don't okay. think that this is a spiced beer, but... I could be wrong. I did go to the website. I took from their description. And the way it's written to me is that they're just flavors that are in there, but not ingredients. That would be much aroma for that. And at 10%, I like this beer. Ooh, it hides that 10 really yeah. well. It really does, yeah. I haven't had this beer in a long time. It's delicious. Yeah, neither did I. It's been a long, it's been a long time, but it's You're just, a fan of the, you You say you buy I've this? Had, I've had this before. Okay. I haven't purchased it in a long time, but um, I, it, it's it's a solid it's a solid beer every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And this this is the what perfect, do you like, like Well, I like that it's... Uh, I'm glad you asked me that, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Many um, times. It has a, a pretty good level of roast 
mm-hmm. uh, intensity, and but like, it's not like ashy and weird like a lot of stouts can get, like American stouts can get or yeah. used to get, I guess, in the 90s or whatever. Or my skin. Or your skin, right. Yeah. Um, but it has that, that just that full mouthfeel that you would expect with a beer like this. And in my opinion, afterwards, it kind of tastes like runoff from the mash. Not in a worty, like, under-fermented kind of thing, but, you know, you, you taste your hydrometer sample or whatever when you're running off or your um, your refractometer sample a little bit. I don't that know. Fresh I that fresh grain thing. malt. The fresh grain malt runoff yeah. uh, sweetness, but there's that, that dryness, there's acidity, and I, I think it's a really well-balanced uh, Imperial, whatever the fuck it is. Imperial stuff. I just want to... So hearing you describe it like that, I just want to read one... Uh, one sentence from their description, which okay. I think lends to everything you said and then adds one thing that I picked up. So the finish lends hints of sweet crystal malt. Mm-hmm. And then to all of those things that you said, it, it adds warming tones of alcohol hmm. and a touch of hops. And I actually like that they're mentioning the alcohol in the description here, which sometimes like we'll often talk about how you don't taste the alcohol as, right. a, as a positive. Yeah. And it usually is. Yeah. But there actually is a place for it. Yes. I think sometimes there's a place for some heat, right? Mm-hmm. That that you know comes from alcohol. I think this beer has that. And they even I just saying they actually note it in their description like the warming tones of alcohol and then a touch of hops that they add in there which uh to their description. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I agree. I mean, yeah, quite often people people uh you know uh, uh praise a a smooth beer. And to me this is still a very smooth beer. But some of that alcohol does come through, and alcohol does have a it lends a sweetness at a certain ABV, right? You know, we we know that as well. So yeah, they're counting on that too a little bit. So you can't, I think, get away from the alcohol flavor in a beer this big. Um, and so yeah, I think you're right. Just letting people know again. I think it's a lot about beer education too. Like so you're it's, bringing it's, it's not bad if you taste alcohol in a big beer. Yeah, it's not bad. It's you're right, but I guess it's just always easier to talk about how the alcohol's covered up. I right. think we do that on this show. <laughs> yeah, it's important well, that, to note when it actually fits. That's what I'm saying. Right, yeah. it's a, the yeah. kind of more educational side of your, your descriptions can actually educate as well. Yeah, which is weird. And the initial taste it is hidden, but I, what I'm finding yeah. is it 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 uh, presents itself in the front of your tongue, in the front of your mouth. Yeah, as the style character does. Usually, because like roasty stouts are going to be kind of accurate and it gets you in the back of the mouth. Yeah, this is all so neutral. That's a good point. That's not in there. It just stays all stays in the front. That's a really good point. It, that it, it yeah, something like in fact, that's where we start to get into words like cloying. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's, but this one doesn't do that. No, it's nice. Alcohol helps with that. Yeah, it's good and it cleans up at the end, and you're just left with that grain. Yeah, there's yes. no aftertaste because it's yeah. all still in front. So I mean, it tastes even kind of oat. Like there's like some oats in there too, like a flaked product, even. And I don't know if that's true or not, but it tastes like it. Everybody would bring this to the holiday party. Oh, yeah, um, is yeah. that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I would for sure. A little ice cream. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah if you had a little, uh, yeah, some sort of sweet. No, I mean, go get me some ice cream. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like a choco taco or oh, some shit. Yeah. A Bevo ice cream. Stat <laughs> now. <laughs> Sorry, that was Mom, racist. Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf! <laughs> actually, this would be pretty good That's with meatloaf. That's all I thought. Uh, it would be great with meatloaf, no, actually. In the meatloaf. Oh, in the meatloaf. Yeah. I just want. I would drink it with the meatloaf. I wouldn't taint my. I would drink it on the meatloaf. I am white trash. I would never taint my meatloaf with anything except for meat and loaf and ketchup. No, I am against the ketchup meatloaf. What do you do? Um, Gravy, brown gravy. 
Just gravy. Oh, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah, just do like a, your regular brown gravy. Yeah, the ketchup thing. From the packet. That was the never packet, a add the water, and brown gravy. Yeah, the packet gravy, exactly. Yeah. It has to be the packet gravy, oh, right? Oh, add the water. Yeah. I was just picturing sprinkling the packet on the meatloaf. Yeah, no, that's what I know. <laughs> that's how I roast it. Hey, it's like dried yeast. It fucking hydrates yeah. when it hits yeah. the... Uh, it's a dry rub at a barbecue. <laughs> Put it on. It's dry. I'm sure it'll crystallize. Now, man. this here, it's little known. It's family secret. Uh, we dry rub with... With uh, Lowry's brown gravy mix, <laughs> it's gotta be Lowry's. <laughs> it's gotta. It's always Lowry's. All right. Well, thank you all for your uh, input there. I feel um, quite festive now. And don't you? Yeah. And uh, I guess I would just encourage people to go explore a little outside the spiced beer window. Even though uh, I found those really nice, especially the, the the Prairie Christmas Bomb, which was incredibly spiced. Yeah. Uh, fucking fantastic beer. Yeah. Um, Look for your local brewery's uh, seasonal offering. Yeah, do that. Because, uh, you know, at least a couple of these were close to us here, and I think... I think where the BN has gone wrong in the past is choosing the larger national brands of, of Christmas beers because we wanted our listeners to be able to taste along with us. Yeah. And I think we ended up not liking holiday beers because of it. <laughs> be. um, so hmm. give it another shot. Product of our own. Yeah. Yeah. Do the thing. same in your area. Yeah. Speaking of shots, adamandeve.com. <laughs> I get it. Thank you. You're welcome. I knew you would. I knew I could count on you. Ew. What? I just got it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, go to adamandeve.com right now. Use coupon code BNARMY, and uh, you could buy a very sexy holiday gift for the uh, important person in your life. Oh, I'll yeah. say to myself. Okay, go ahead. Or even for the not-so-important person. You know what I mean? Like the one you just like the Friday night. The Tinder date? <laughs> the yeah. one that you yeah. I don't really care who. Tinder or Bumble just or Grinder ha- or whatever. I recommend having just a drawer full of shit, because you don't know who's coming over yeah and uh, you gotta like you yeah, gotta you, like i said you want to dress up yeah right i think you're here or you know i'll tell you sometimes people just say weird shit to you you don't know what they're into and then they say it and if you're able to go i got you girl yeah and you open up the drawer adam and eve's got your number so <laughs> that's true go to adam and right you, now you might be describing our average listener actually. <laughs> i think so yeah, this is a good pitch yeah uh I'm yeah, Tinder with sponsors. AdamandEve.com. Yeah, use coupon code BNARMY. You get 50% off just about any item. You get some gifts. You get free shipping. You get the DVDs. You get the things. You get all this. You know what I mean. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. You already know what all you get. All the sensuality you need, baby. You'll see everything you get when you go, and you, you do the thing, and you put it all in your cart, and you enter coupon code BNARMY, and uh, and then a bunch of stuff disappears. A uh, bunch of your money. You right. You don't have to pay. Yeah. Okay. So go check it out at AdamandEve.com, and... Um, yeah. And get a boner, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Dildos for Jesus is what I like. If it's Christmas shopping. Yeah. Right? Uh, is that, that, that going to offend somebody? She's shaking her head there. Uh, a moral offended, compass. I offended Bevo. Oh, finally. It took 11 years. <laughs> There's right. not much, but <laughs> most things true. involving Jesus are <laughs> probably going to find offensive. Leave him alone. He's been she through so much. <laughs> I mean, it's, okay, stop. It's Just stop not, it. <laughs> It's not like I called Adam and Eve and said, hey, let's change the coupon code to Jesus. Stop it. (laughs) My favorite dead guy is Jesus. I have to go. Okay. We're done, so it's perfect. <laughs> I tend to. I, I'm pretty, to quit. I'm good at balancing my offensiveness to when go. it doesn't matter, when it doesn't huh? affect me. Right. 
Right. Uh, like, Bebo's like, I'm out. Great. We're done. Peace. I already got my beer, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> but will I see you in three days? Sorry. Was that racist? Just it. wrap up the show. <laughs> Employee manual says he'll do things like that occasionally. That's right. It does say it in the manual. In fact, even when I hired Kevin, I was like, Kev, it's sucks to be weird. you, dude. <laughs> uh, but don't worry. I bought a lot of insurance. <laughs> That's true. So You did great. I spent all of the money on insurance. <laughs> Uh, These segments are like the Shroud of Turin for the show, right? The show is dying. The show is dead. Yeah. We're covering it with much respect. I agree with that. Thank you. And then it'll be posted in three days, and then everybody can Rejoice. You're right. <laughs> right. Wow. I think you're... Stop! Just stop it! <laughs> uh, it's not Easter, bro. Uh, is that the Herald Angels singing? Uh, Jesus, JP. I mean... Yeah. yeah. He's the reason. <laughs> Stop. Okay. For this conversation. You're right. We're going to stop. Right now. But that Muhammad guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Now we're going to get. I'm sorry. I didn't buy. Sarin gas. I did buy the terrorism insurance, I think. There's terrorism insurance? Yeah. Really? Oh, my God. It's a thing. We had an internal discussion about it. Like, guys, do we need to buy the terrorism insurance? And the internal discussion was a resounding yes, we do. I don't want to answer that question for two reasons. I don't know the answer anymore. It was a long time ago. Okay. And two, if it's the wrong answer, I don't want to encourage a would-be terrorist. So if it's like a no, like... Because I'm sure Al-Qaeda's listening to us right now. Al-Qaeda loves us! Al is the best. He's a good dude, Al is. Oh, right. yeah. We're just what they need. Right. All right. Yeah. They, if they would listen to us, the world would be a better place. They would fucking relax a little That's bit. That's true. You know? Just yeah. Roll, man. Just chill out. They'd be like, see, they're sexist. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> they don't you talk just, enough about rock throwing. You actually should just stop talking. Okay. <laughs> Ten lessons to get accurate for rocks. All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, we're on the air in just a couple more days <laughs> yeah. with uh, Wild Card like, Brewing Company. There you go. Monday. Season. All right. Oh, shit. I got to read things. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, show sponsoring more beer. You can absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Those guys at Morebeer are great. The late, great Sean O'Sullivan from the 21st Amendment stopped by to talk. So sad. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcast. Go to earsuppodcast.com as JP, Terrence, Bevo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Go check out Moscow's Hop Cartoons over at hoplifestore.com. Get on Twitter for some good beer insight. Excuse me, and homebrew info as I clear the saliva from my mouth. Uh-oh. Follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at Tasty McD, JP at Major Jip, and Warren is stuck over at another beardy. Today's show is produced by Justin, and your host has also been Justin. Be sure to find the Brew Network on social medias. Justin's in my sky and winning the race, JP. <laughs>